Hey, Russell fans, you're listening to the Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 72, Smarter Than DiBiase. What's up, Warheads? Wednesday Night War podcast, episode 72. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. Brett, how are you, pal? I'm trying to think of a pro athlete that wore number 72. Okay. Can't really think of it. I have no idea. Trey Thomas used to wear it for the Eagles. Okay. Well, there you go. There's your one. Congratulations. Like it's not like a popular. See, looking at those sports cards earlier yeah. got me got my bar, my mm-hmm. brain yeah. in sports mode now, mm-hmm. and I can't really think of anybody that wore seventy two. Yeah, I, I mean, I have no idea. I don't know. Luka Doncic wore seventy seven, but I don't know. They still got beat by the Sixers I, tonight. I, I don't know who wore number seventy two, but I do know that I have the Mark Jackson basketball card that has the Menendez brothers on it. You one thousand percent do. Certainly do. That's a fun piece of pop culture yes. for you. Uh, I'm good, man. What's up with you? Nothing, man. Now I'm looking for number 72s also because I can't. Why not? Yeah, like that's not like a really popular sports night because you have I don't know Mike or Michael Bennett that he used to wear 72. Uh, Jason Capano is the only player to wear number 72 in NBA history. Jason Capano. He played for the Sixers. He, did he have like a cup of coffee with no, that? I don't know who he is. This guy. Okay, just looking at those uniforms, uh-huh. that was process era, so that okay. doesn't really count. Yeah, he averaged five point seven points, one point two rebounds. Yeah, that's that's the sixty defi- percent from the free throw line. That's the definition of a, he, a, a they, bench. He's player. literally the only NBA person to ever wear that number. That's crazy. Robin was number seventy three. We'll bring up the worm next week uh, when we do episode seventy three. Why are we just going to do like a basketball re- we're basketball just, wrestling special? We're just going to do it next week. It's right. just all Dennis Rodman. Uh, wrestling related we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna scrap everything and just review like final wrestling place already do a show about dennis rodman they should i mean i don't know spoiler alert uh good place hall of fame Uh, good place hall of fame (laughs) for his for for his for his leave of absences from the from the bulls alone good place hall of fame all right i'll give you that right the fact that they were just like, yeah, hey, we're up enough and we need him happy. So let's let him go yeah. get the mental release of yeah, go, going to Vegas with Carmen Electra in the middle of our yeah, championship yeah. run. Go, go do coke and bang Carmen Electra. Right. Good for you, Worm. Hey, if you can, <laughs> if you can get the deal, do the deal. I'm with you. Let's uh, get into some shit. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. So we have a lot. Uh, let's cut our bullshit down and let's, yeah. uh, you don't want to hear about, you hear about us. You want to hear about wrestling, right? I don't, that's probably not true. Um, but yeah, we got some news. Let's talk some news. Yeah. So on, uh, I believe it was Tuesday. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't remember. I don't know. When did the, the, the inf- or I don't know, the news that came out about uh, the newest AEW signee. Well, it's the Paul White. It's the Paul White indeed. Yes. The giant. The yeah. giant. <laughs> uh, is officially. Uh-huh. All Elite. Yes. Uh, so he is joining All Elite Wrestling. This is a shocker. Uh, yeah, definitely was. Yeah. He's been with Vince for 22 years. Right. And you kind of figured, uh, he's a lifer. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that he could always have a backstage role or that like bullshit ambassador and give him a Legends deal, all right. that shit. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So yeah, when he when that graphic came out, I was a little surprised, and uh, apparently he's going to be doing some commentating 
on a new AEW show. Right, but he also has his wrestling license for AEW, don't oh, forget. Good Lord. They said he has a license. Great. Great, yeah. great, great. I think that's just their way of saying that he didn't have like a as much of a no compete clause as everyone else does in the WWE. Like yeah. he's able to walk away and appear a little quicker than everybody else. Boy, that still is crazy that Yeah. Like he's just gone <laughs> yeah so it, it was shocking to me because one i didn't think anybody would ever no, listen I, I have no problem with the big show i like the big show uh I, big show has entertained me more than he hasn't uh you know he's been he's been more good than he has been bad i think uh but uh you know ripping heaters on on his way out to the ring <laughs> listen but um i like the giant yes more than i like, I the, like the giant show. more than the big show but big show stuff was still funny we talked about it a few weeks ago when uh regal peed on him and yeah. all that other stuff and they call you the big show right <laughs> uh but I, w- I was shocked, like, because he's like to me, just a, a you know a, a WWE guy at this point, you know, like twenty two years, right? Like a long time, and like you know, uh, hasn't been showing up in the ring much. Gotten great shape, and once he got in like the best shape of his life, they stopped using him a little bit. Well, and the thing was, I mean, he's he's old. Yeah, you know, he still he's a, claims to have some in the tank, though. Yeah, he's going to work. I laughed. Uh, he not to do much. He told the story, like, when he got abs, and yeah. he was, like, kind of self-conscious about it. Mm-hmm. I think it was John Cena's like, yeah, a seven-foot guy who has abs. Nobody wants to see that. Like, <laughs> right. Like, will you shut up, Paul uh, White? Just take your shirt off, sir. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, Paul White, just shut up and take your shirt off, please. <laughs> take your top off. Um, <laughs> Pop him out. Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. But you know, I'm excited, man. I I was shocked. Excited? Was, I am. It, okay. That's, that's listen. A word. It was a it was a it, it was a shocking thing for me to see. It wasn't anything I ever expected. Um, it it's one of those signings that for whatever reason feels bigger to me. Like, and it may not be, and it's just like my nostalgia kicking in. But it is. If you made me list everyone on the WWE roster that was good, that could potentially jump to AEW, he would have been near the bottom of my list. Not because he's not talented, but just because, you know, he's fine where he is. He was getting paid. He wasn't doing too much. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's... Yeah, I, I kind of figured he just, like, quietly retired, kind of how Mark Henry right, did. Right, Just like, oh, all right, yeah. I'm going to fade back. And gave us the courtesy of not cutting a promo that makes us all mad at him forever. <laughs> That's the best promo. It was an amazing promo. But... Uh, yeah, as though he's going to be commentating on a new... AE... This part I'm not excited about. AEW Dark Companion mm-hmm. show. Called AEW Dark Elevation. Elevation. Which is going to air Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on AEW's yeah. YouTube it's channel. it's start off as an hour, and in two months it'll Ugh. be four and a half hours long. Like, listen, I don't watch Dark anyway to begin with anymore. Thank, yeah. Thank God. Um, and just to add, like, another piece of content. Yeah. Where, and supposedly this isn't the extra hour that they were talking no. about that's going to end up on TNT. Right. Like, dude, that's so much content. Yeah. You have to figure, so they're going to be putting out content Mondays, mm-hmm. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and I assume with TNT, I don't think it'll be Thursday because that's a big basketball night on TNT. They go Saturday. Fridays or Saturdays. Yeah, they go um, early Saturday, I would bet. Like, man, that's a lot of content. It's a ton of content, and it's, as of right now, what they've shown us in the past, it's content for content's sake. I, I need them to take a more, like, 
quality over quantity right. approach. Listen, I understand why these darks are so long, mm-hmm. and I understand. Do you? Can you explain it to me? Well, I could understand the premise of you want some of these guys to get some work. The I, one this I, week was two hours and fifteen minutes, that, and had forty people on like, it. Like that's insane. Yeah, there's no need for that. No, not at all. Uh. And that's why I'm so happy why we don't watch it anymore. Uh, so, um. <laughs> but, but but people ask us, like, what's going on? And, you know, uh, Howard the Dave asked some questions about Dark this week, and I was more than happy to Did look he? on really quick. Yep. And uh, and answer Is him for him. I guess so. I don't know. But I had to, I, you know, he asked who the guy in the white coat was, and I had to look, and it was that Nick Cormorado, the oh, El Hijo del Norman, the lunatic. Um but you know, and I have no problem doing that. And I watch, I skim dark, watch a couple matches, so and I'll continue to do that. And for for the sake of it being new content, I'll watch this elevation for for an episode or two, uh, depending on what they put out there. But I, I really I think they need to start making one, if not both, of the shows a competitive in nature because right now they're just not it's a chance to see the people you like wrestling guys you don't know so, yeah, they're, so they're just squash matches that's all it is. essentially or glorified squash matches mm-hmm. but if they if they actually went through and you know used elevation for indie talent versus indie talent and you know let us see those guys and then use dark for you know as essentially their lower card storylines um, and then make Dynamite essentially their mid card and higher storylines, and actually give us something to invest in. I, I would, I could be convinced to watch Dark, but at the way it stands right now, it's random matches thrown together with no real circumstance, no no real consequences. Uh, so to to make it interesting for you know, it, it's not most of the time it's not good wrestling. It's not like oh, I'm going to watch this because the matches are good. Storyline doesn't matter. These two these two are going to tear down the house. Happens sometimes. But that's not the goal of the show. It's just random content. Uh, so I don't. I don't need. I don't need five hours of AEW content every, no. every week. I don't but need five hours of like any wrestling I'll, content that much. Right. That's too fucking much. Right. But I'll, I'll skim it and uh, I'll keep track of it that way. And I'll, I'll continue to watch the people I like, which is sort of what I did this week. But yeah. I'll talk about um, that a bit. I mean, Tuesdays I've been like kind of watching Impact a little bit. Okay. Just to, so you're the one. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff is okay, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of stuff... How's Moose doing? Yeah, I was just going to say, a lot of the stuff I don't watch, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. anything with Moose. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just a lot of time to devote to wrestling. It was also week. interesting with the big show. I mean, like, we're watching the women's tournament on Mondays, uh, so that's whatever. But it was interesting with this new Dark Elevation show with with Mr. Paul White. Um who uh, they were like, oh, on Dynamite this week, which we'll talk about later, they're going to announce the the person, the his commentating partner. It's going to be this big reveal, and it wasn't. I mean, I'm happy with his commentating ha- partner. No, I'm happy with who it is. Yeah. But they were like, we're going to reveal, and everyone was like, oh, it's going to be somebody else, like somebody new, not new to commentary, and it's Shivani, which is which is great. I'm yeah. sure they're going to be good together. Sure. Big Show's a funny guy. He's a really great Conan O'Brien guest. He's done some great things on those shows. Um, but yeah, so that's a good setup, but they, I think they were getting people a little more excited. Some people online thought Big Show was showing up this week on TV and he didn't. Well, no, it was a tape so, show anyway, but, right. uh, so yeah, I mean, bottom line, um, bottom line weird. is they're still, they're still sending them gimmicks called bills. Weird that, uh, he's there. Yes. I mean, Hey, the dude wants to work. He's right. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. He's the big show. Um, right. And again, it's not a, it's not a world beater of a signing. It's not a. You know, turning the turning the tides, and letting them compete against a, a real WWE show, sort of 
signing. Uh, but it is cool. I did laugh when people were like, oh, man, AEW Monday nights. I'm like, guys, chill out. Yeah, it's a it's, fucking show. It's on, on at 7 like, o'clock also. They, like, they, they Even though it's on YouTube, down. they put it on an hour before like, Raw. Like, chill out. Um, but, uh, I mean, I you know, I like it. I, I like I like show. Uh, so, yeah, I ain't got no problems with it. Well, let's move on to a uh, little NXT news. Inkst. Where yes. they announced the largest class of recruits in WWE yep. history. They're just signing everybody so AEW can't. It's, uh, I, I still have such like a sour taste over the, like, the people that they let go uh-huh. earlier this year. Okay. And now they're just bringing everybody in. I mean, like, I don't think that, I think that there were some people that could have stayed there. Okay. Some of them. Like who? Uh, good brothers like Ed Gals yeah. and Anderson could have stayed. They there. wanted to leave though, didn't they? No, no, oh, okay. no, dude. They signed. They, they didn't sign with AEW because they WWE offered them a mm. boatload of money. Right. Um, like they could have stayed. They were in the fucking involved in the the WrestleMania main event. Oh yeah, that was like the last thing they did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Like, well, and that's the thing. Uh, when I was at the uh, the comic shop this week, I was talking to uh, Adam. Of at odds with wrestling. Hey, did you guys squash your beef? Oh yeah, All right, our good. fake beef that Todd created. Yes, um, <laughs> but uh, he was like, "What do you think about the big show?" And we we're talking about it. And he's like, "You know, he was involved in like the main event of WrestleMania last year." And I was like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah, he did that. He wrestled McIntyre like afterwards yeah, or whatever nonsense." Match. I was like, "I completely forgot about that." And this year's WrestleMania might be the first WrestleMania I skip in a lot of years. Yeah. Yeah, we'll but uh, but yeah, so big show too. Like they're just whatever weird. Yeah, but, um, but biggest right. recruiting class ever. Yeah, uh, highlighted for you and I anyway by Bronson Rex Steiner. Yes, aka the son of Rick Fucking Steiner. Right. Son um, of Rick Steiner looks like Scott Steiner. Do you know nephew that? of Scott Steiner? Yes. More importantly, yes, he looks like Scott to me. Yeah. Uh, also. Steiner-ized. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He has to use that theme music. I have to change the words a I little mean, bit because it's about brothers, so that won't quite work. But just rewrite Steinerized. Or, the, or they could just like bring in Scott Steiner to NXT mm. and just, have, okay, and just have pretend this. that they're brothers. Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, also, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Taya Valkyrie, that's official. Yep. Uh, Are they going to change her name, you think? Probably, right? Uh, who knows? They don't really announce it yet. Right. So. Um, what, if, what if they took Steiner's kid and made him not a Steiner? How dumb would that be? That'd be the dumbest shit right. ever. Or, I think they're, they're, they're gonna, he's going to be Rick Steiner Jr., isn't he? I guess Bronson Steiner's not, not a bad name. No. Yeah, but they already Bronson Reed. Oh, that's true. So Yeah, go he's going to be Rick Steiner Rick Steiner Jr. Jr., whatever, dude. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Uh, L.A. Knight is Ugh. official. <laughs> uh, what a, Already a disaster. <laughs> Angela Arnold, okay. which uh, she's trained by Booker T, okay. uh, did some work in Shimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Parker Baudra, Baudra, Is this the Brock, Brock Lesnar looking dude? That's what everybody is like okay. jerking off over. Okay. Uh, and because like Paul Heyman is like licking his chops of over him. Of course he is. Because he's 6'4", 300 pounds. I, I want everybody to take a, uh, take a, a deep breath, close your eyes. And just visualize the image of Paul Heyman licking his chops. Deep breath in. Listen. Deep breath out. That's just for you, everybody. A little a little Paul Heyman ASMR. Yeah, and after that, I can give you another website you can go check out. Oh, God. Uh, Anthony Henry. Wait, how, how big did you say this dude was? 6'4", 300 pounds. I'm 6'3", 300 pounds. Why aren't I signed? Don't answer that. Go ahead. I'll say, do you really want to know? 
Uh, <laughs> Anthony Henry, who has worked in Evolve. Uh, Chance Barrow, a.k.a. Harlem Bravado. Okay. We uh, talked about him the other day. Yep. Teresa Serrano, which is Zoe Stark, which we'll talk about later. Okay. Uh, Any relation to Pedro Serrano? Who's that? The Hats for Bats from major the uh, Major League movies. The guy who prayed to Joe Boo. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know his name. Was yeah, that his name? It's Pedro Serrano. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Christian welcome. Casanova. Okay. Which his real name is Christian Brigham. Okay. Casanova's um, a good name. They could use that. Yeah. Uh, Priscilla Kelly, a.k.a. Gigi Dolan. Mm-hmm. Drew Casper. Okay. Who is the brother of Jacob Casper. Drew Buddy. Drew Buddy. Um, Brianna Coda, who is Cora Jade. Okay. Who is only 19. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, and we've seen her already, right? Yeah. She was, was she in the tag? I think so, and I think she got squats. Her and her and Priscilla Kelly, were they the team? I don't remember. Yeah, whatever, they were around. Um, Christian Hubble, a.k.a. Boy Christian, which uh, that he's, dude, been, yeah. he's been in PWG, GCW. Right. And I saw on the site they gave GCW a little, like GCW got a little write-up about him where they, in like the, the class mm-hmm. signing, they wrote like where they came from. They're like, oh, GCW. Yeah. And I was like, oh, great. Yep. Uh, Matrick Belton. Ooh, that's an interesting name. Don't which, change that one. Leave which, that one. Uh, I like that one. He was a football player for uh, U, uh, University of South Carolina. Okay. Uh, and he is prepared for the rigors. I'm reading this word for word. Okay. He is prepared for the rigors of the ring by training at Combat Zone Wrestling Academy in New Jersey. For real? That's his <laughs> own. That's his only thing. Like, has yeah. he wrestled before? Is he just? I, I, he's just CZW right to NXT. Because yeah. listen. Somebody's got to interview him and ask him if he can stop a car with the power of ultraviolence. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Cameron. <laughs> Cameron Clay, a.k.a. Cameron Brené. Okay. I don't know who she is. Joe Areola. That can't possibly be right. I mean, it definitely is. Okay. Uh, Did you say Sylvan Grenier? Is that what you said before this? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up because that's the second time I've heard Sylvain Grandier today. Yes, wow. Thanks to the five-star match game. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> I listen to that thing. I was going to say, well, <laughs> I didn't know you were working as a bill collector. <laughs> Jesus. Joe Areola. <laughs> it was like he had to serve him some papers or something. You're a process server now? Hello, Mr. Oh, Sylvain Grandier? Yeah, that's me. Oh, you want an autograph? No. Oh, Sylvain Grandier. I remember you. Yes. Uh, Taylor Grotto, who okay. she works as Avery Taylor. She's been in Evolve and Shine. Mm-hmm. And then Carissa Rivera, uh, where she has worked in Women's Wrestling Revolution. Okay. So do you think, are these going to be NXT people, or is this to beef up the new Evolve, the NXT, the, the, the WWE Developmentals Developmental? I don't know, honestly. I, I don't know. I don't uh, think anybody knows. Obviously, the, the big name out of here, mm-hmm. I think, is probably Ty Valkyrie. Yeah, I mean, the most established for sure. Yeah, the most intriguing is definitely Rick Steiner's kid. Right. That, for me, I'm most excited about Steiner Um But Taya, I mean, Taya is going to, it's going to be a little weird in, in NXT because uh, for as little knowledge I have of Impact and, you know, that sort of thing, she's, a, she, she's known. She's a oh, name. Oh, God, yeah. Like um, she can go um, like if they put her on TV next week, you go okay. Right, but is she good? I don't. I honestly don't uh, know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I can't name a Ty Valkyrie match. Okay, but uh, then again, I wasn't watching Impact right. for a long time. Yeah, so I don't know. You know what? I was shocked at the other day. Uh, sort of sidebar to this: uh, Jordan Grace is only like twenty five. Yeah, she's young. Dude. That's impressive. I didn't. I you know. Um, 
I'm not following or anything, but we're, you know, we're fans from seeing her at a, a Jerry show. But you mean powerbomb.tv show? Powerbomb.tv show. Um, but uh, 25 is young for where she's at in her career. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So um, Wild. Te- team it up with Jazz. But anyway, yes. uh, it's a big class. There's some some uh, interesting prospects, and it'll be interesting to see who comes up, who makes it, and who gets sort of pushed around because that NXT roster, that, that locker room's getting awful full. Yeah, seriously. And there ain't, a, there ain't a ton of room on the main roster for these people right now either. No, I mean, I, I get, like, taking out some of the old to bring in the new. Mm-hmm. Which you have to. I think you have to do that. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, all I right. Mean, give, me, give me a Steiner kid. Make him, don't make him wrestle like all these people now going through WCW or the, the, the WWF. Yeah, just have him Steiner line right. people. And right. Belly to belly suplexes. I don't want... I want him to wrestle like a Steiner, yeah. not like the not like a WWF guy. Like, no. you know, just hang up. Somebody go to the, the full sale. Change all the flags and signs for WWF NXT. Put up WCW power plant signs and train him like he's there. Uh, I want a Steiner out of this guy. I want nothing else. I'm with you on that, man. If we don't get a, if if he can't do a Steiner screwdriver, kick him to the curb. We don't think he can do it. Uh, <laughs> ask right. him. Ask him how good he is at math. If he's <laughs> if he's if he's good at math, kick him out. <laughs> if he has a basic knowledge of math kick him out Enough. i want him to not understand numbers at all i want you to show him number flashcards and he'll be like i don't know what that is is that a, is an egyptian hieroglyph i don't know what that is <laughs> that's what i want out of a steiner that's what i expect out of a steiner i'm with that and steiner jesus jesus h all right let's move on to some actual wrestling that happened should we yeah okay i think we, we got lots to cover well yeah, that's what i'm saying through move on. so monday night was the next episode of uh, the AW Women's Championship Eliminator yes. Tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was Monday night. It was. Yes. Was it Mon- yeah. Yes, Monday. Okay, Monday. Mondays. I, I think Mondays. I, watched, I watched it live. So the first match was Yuka Sakazaki. Mm-hmm. Or no, that wasn't no. the first match. Nope. But, it, but it doesn't matter because who cares? Yuka Sakazaki wow. going up against okay. Emi Sakura. Okay. Little Yuka got the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought this match was fucking awesome. Uh, I liked the last three minutes of this match a lot. Uh, the rest of it I thought was was okay to good. How dare you? It wasn't bad at all, um, but I think the last three minutes they really kicked into gear and had a lot of good sequences. that. Uh, I enjoyed on. the whole shit out of it. Okay. I thought Emmy played a great heel. Yeah. Yuka, resilient baby face, just getting beat up by the bigger, stronger competitor. Okay. That's all I need sometimes, mm-hmm. man. But yeah, I enjoyed the fuck. I was out shocked of it. that Yuka won, but I'm glad that Yuka won. I like it. Yeah, anyway. I like Yuka. Yeah. Um I like them both. Other match we had so Yuka advances to the Japanese uh yes. side of the brackets final. Yes. And the reason why I said like, oh, this week because the matches are kind of all over they're the place. They're all now they're showing the one of them on a the on a Sunday at some somewhere. Yeah, at some Sunday point. it's gonna be on Bleacher Report. That's super I, weird. It's odd. Uh, like, why don't we just throw it on your fucking YouTube? It makes no sense. Um Right. Next was Nyla Rose mm-hmm. going up against... Which was actually first, but whatever. All right, semantics. Nyla Rose going up against Ty Conti. Yeah. Nyla got the win. Shocked, actually. Uh, not at all. No? No. I was. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not okay. at all. 
right. Tay Conti looks great. Like, yeah, Nyla and, didn't. No, I, but I'm saying like in ring, yeah. Tay looked awesome. I thought. I yeah. think she's improved so much. I agree. And given ring time, instead of just like these little NXT squashes, right? I thought I think she looked great. I, I think so too. I think this is the worst Nyla has looked. Uh, I like Nyla. We've been supporters of Nyla from the beginning, um, and uh, I she, I think she's dead in the water. I think they've killed that character and her push and. Like sometimes she's with Vicky, sometimes she's not, sometimes she's involved, um, and I honestly I expected her to lose because Ty is uh, is just the a, a little bit of uh, hotter of a program right now, hotter of a, hotter of a storyline, and I I was shocked. It's fine. I like Nyla. I just I didn't like this match that much. Yeah, I like I just took away that yeah. Ty looks great, and they both worked the right. It confused the shit out of me. So now now since I've watched this. I'm f- hyper focused on what side these people are working, uh, and it seems that uh, people kind of switch back and forth. It's weird to me. You nerd. When you text me, I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, next match. I went to other sources too. I was like, Am I just <laughs> Did insane? You really? Oh yeah, Jesus I look. I, 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 I sent a message to uh, Mr. Joe Sposo, and I was like. Why are they working the right? And he's like, I haven't watched it yet. And I'm like, oh, thanks for your help. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it was super weird to me. Um, but then, like, I even went back to make sure I wasn't messing up my lefts and my rights because I was like, maybe I'm just crazy. Because, um, like, Lucha, you work the right. But Japanese-American wrestling, you, you work the left um, so that when you have your, your comeback, you can – because most people are dominant right-handed. And they didn't do that in this match. Very weird. But whatever. In the end, it means nothing, and nobody probably even knows what I'm talking about. Sitting across the table from Iron Mike Tenay right now. Listen, I've been a smart mark for a long time. Jesus. Next match, Rio Mizunami Mm -hmm. going up against Aja Kong. Yeah. Rio Mizunami got the win. Yes. Uh, Now, this was a match where I was like, God damn it! Shouldn't have went that long because this was not good. So <laughs> this is like just Aja yeah. Kong being broken down. I, the only thing I liked was the finish. I yeah. thought the finish was real so, cool, but other than that, I was like, the finish this sucks. was awesome. Yeah, um, way too long for Aja Kong's in ring ability. Way, 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 way but too long. In the beginning of the match, what I love the most about this is Aja Kong's like, I'm old, I'm miserable. And I'm stronger than you. She was giving me like, like 10 revives. Yeah, she's like, try and fuck with me. Like, try and beat me. And like, I'm not going to move. I, I, I can't. <laughs> but you come near me, I'm just going to punch you in the face. Uh, and I like that part of it. Um, but I'm glad she's not progressing. Uh, I love Aja Kong. But this is not. If you've no. never seen her before, go back and watch. Because you will see oh, a, she was a, a one of the best wrestlers of all time. We will send you Aja Kong matches. <laughs> right. One in particular. <laughs> right. But this Aja Kong is still fun for me to see, but this match was too long. I think I think Ryu Mizunami should have had a, a stronger of a win to to move her forward because Ryu looked really good. Um, and that finish was awesome. I loved it, but way too long. Yeah, too when long I saw that finish, I was abilities. like, "Yo, that was that finish cool. was really good." Uh, it was gross. And then the next match was scheduled to be Britt Baker uh-huh. versus Anna J. But they announced on Monday that Anna Jay is going to be out for a long ass time with a shoulder injury. Yes, I think they said six to eight months. Six to twelve. Oh God, it sounds to me like rotator cuff. 
That's awful. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's young enough. Yeah, she'll, she'll be, be fine. fine. But like, recover from shoulders. It just that's takes a long time. If she, could, if she wants, she could still be on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they let that, Gorder. which was a, was a vanilla Vance. They left in the sling for like yeah, three months coming out with them. So. Too, so she can still come out. She just can't get involved. Yeah. Poor, poor Ada J. Yeah. Um, so her replacement was Maddie Renkowski. Yes. Which I don't know who that nope. is. Uh, Brick got the win. Yeah. Kind of figured. Mm-hmm. Uh, match just, nah. So, here's the thing. This match also too long. Um, so, Brick comes out pissed off, right? Yeah. Mad about everything. Wants to move on in the tournament. Uh, you know, has the prospect of facing uh, Thunder Rosa down the line. Um, and Brick's super mad. Beats her up outside the ring, you know, before the match starts, does all that sort of stuff. This match, since we don't know Maddie and, you know, Anna Jay's out of this match, you don't, you're not obligated to do anything. Britt should have beat her up outside the ring like she did. And as soon as she threw her in the ring and the bell rung, cheap shot, roll over, submission, finish. Instead, they, they let Maddie get a bunch of offense uh, and it didn't look very good because Maddie's inexperienced. They, they said in the thing who trained her, but she's inexperienced. It was definitely like, a, hey, this is on what's on Twitter. Like, th- right. That's and like Britt Brit is mad, wants to make a point, wants to get to Thunder Rosa. Should have been a quick heel victory. And it wasn't. And AEW has a hard time doing those. But in the end, Britt won. So yeah, in the end, it's all inconsequential. Right. Spoiler alert. So Sunday they're going to be on BleacherReport.com <laughs> at seven o'clock. It's weird. Just the one match though, right? No, mm-mm. no, it's really. Yeah, there's going to be a YouTube. few matches. There's going to be a uh, six woman tag. Okay. Um, on the Japan side of the bracket, Sheeta's wrestling. Oh really? She's okay. teaming with Maki Ito. I'll watch that. And I forget who else. Yeah, I'll watch it. I don't know if I'll watch it live, but yeah. you know, because yeah. I'm not going to go to Bleacher Report. I'm right. Gonna, Please put it on YouTube. Right. Why is it not on your fucking YouTube uh, anyway? Who knows? Who knows? Um, so, yeah, that was the women's uh, tournament. Yes. Uh, that was the special show for it anyway. Yes. So, uh, now you're going to wa- talk about some wrestling that you watched on Tuesday night. I did. So, uh, being sort of ooh, side aware of what's going on in Dark, uh, I've uh, re-upped my commitment to at least see what's going on and watch a match or two if they pique my interest. Uh, this dark was two hours and 13 minutes long, which is way too long. Really dumb. Um, but I, there's Eddie Kingston match. Uh, it was the first one I watched. I knew it was going to be there. I'll watch Eddie Kingston wrestle anybody. So he wrestled J.D. Drake, uh, who I know nothing about, but apparently uh, did made a name for himself on the indies. Yep. Uh, it was a fun match. I mean, I, go out and watch it. Uh, I recommended it to you when we were talking before the show. Um it was just two guys, two two bigger guys just beating the shit out of each other. Pun, big punches, lots of slaps, lots of chops. Uh, I enjoyed it because Eddie Kingston's awesome. A good kind of Eddie Kingston match. No stakes, but it's still a good kind of Eddie Kingston match. Uh, you get everything you want out of Eddie Kingston. And then I watched uh, the tag match of the Beaver Boys versus Louis Valley and Chris Peaks. Uh, Chikara fans will know them in makeup as the Batiri. I saw somebody said, what is this, a fucking wrestling is fun show? <laughs> uh, this I was excited for because uh, these guys get to go out there and have fun. 
And I loved the Bateri. Oh, dude, you and I used to love be like huge they Bateri. Were huge. <laughs> like when we go to Chikara shows, I was always excited to see <laughs> yeah. those guys. Uh, they're they're out there scaring little kids. Yeah, they were great. They're, they're they out had a there. Cool face paint. Right. They just they look cool. Uh, they had great like innovative tag team offense, which you saw a little bit in this match. The camera works a little, left a little bit to be dude the corner desired. Right. You and I used to lose our minds uh-huh. over that. <laughs> right. I love the Bateri. I want to go watch the Bateri matches. So <laughs> it was good to see them. I hope they keep coming back, man. They're, they're, they're very small dudes. Like I, I think even, you know, sort of John Silver gets over cause he's a powerhouse. Uh, but these guys are small dudes, they're thick guys. They're really good wrestlers, but you know, that's the, Sort of the hurdle in wrestling still is a height thing, and while they've shaved a few inches off the acceptable height for professional wrestling, there's still it, it is still there. But uh, this match again, it was fun. Uh, the Eddie Kingston match I had more fun with, mostly because the camera work missed a bunch of the cool Bateri stuff. Um, and uh, but yeah, but it was cool and uh, to hear Taz figure out much like I did too late on Twitter that they were uh, peaks and valley. <laughs> Uh, yeah, when you sent that out, I was just like, really? <laughs> Come on, brother. What are you doing here? I just figured, what the hell? It'd be funny. Well, I was I was driving, and I, I was at a stop, and I look at my phone, and I go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I want I just want some of that internet clout. I want to be Twitter famous, you know? Uh, no, I, no, you don't. I don't at you're, all, you're, actually. You're way better off not uh, being Twitter but famous. But that is all I... Uh, all I watched on Dark, those two matches, because it's people I love. And uh, if it, listen, if you keep putting the Bateri and you keep putting Eddie Kingston on Dark, I will at least watch yeah. those two matches. But there's no way in hell I'm watching like uh, a Max Caster singles match on Dark or whatever else, you know, whatever Kylan King match you want to throw on there. She's still there. She's still there. Good yeah. for her, and I like Kylan King, but yeah. nah, I, I ain't stopping, especially on a two-and-a-half-hour, two-hour and 15-minute show. But that was it. But I'd say go watch those matches if you don't. If you're not uh, accustomed to dark, they're both worth your time. The Eddie Kingston one's worth a little more to get a good, just hard hitting, crazy match. Yeah. So I watched Impact on Tuesday. Wow, lots of wrestling talk. Holy yeah, crap! I mean, it was just like a hey, let's scroll through because mm-hmm. I think I was watching the Sixers game. Um, Doesn't and sound like you at all. No, me, moi. <laughs> um, so the only AEW thing there was like a three minute promo. Of Tony Khan, Shivani, and like a bunch of heels mm-hmm. on the roster that were kind of like in Jacksonville Stadium. It was funny because he's like, oh, this is the finest that we have to offer. And I'm like, why the fuck is Ryan Nemeth here? <laughs> um, but like Britt Baker was there. Um, who else was there? Uh, Ricky Starks and Brian Cage. Where Brian Cage was like, yeah, I was that company's champion. Who gives a shit? And uh, Isaiah Cassidy was there and Matt Hardy. And it was just like, you know, the typical kind of burying impact thing. Right. And I saw like Tommy Dreamer kind of tweeted about it, taking okay. a little like exception to it a little bit. He's kind of interesting. He's like, kind of like, why are we putting this on TV? Now, again, like if it's storyline, fine. But I could kind of see what he's saying. Like, guys, what are we doing? Like, right. We're not doing this on their show. Why are we let, like this letting yeah. it happen on our show? Sort of. Uh because it was like Cage was like, yeah, like that's the last time that belt meant anything anyway, you know, mm-hmm. like when he had it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, I could see him being like, yeah, why are we doing this? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was all the AEW involvement okay. on. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did read an article this week that was confirmed that it that Sammy was confirmed. was pitched to join that Decay group, and that was the plan. 
Um, and I also read that it is confirmed that Jericho told him to tell them no. That it was Jericho's advice to say, like, listen, if if you don't think it's good and it's crap and it looks like it's crap, just say no. See, though, I also read something else. And that's the problem with the fucking Ooh, internet, what, uh, what did you read? Let's talk Ooh, it out. Dirt sheets. Out, man. Uh, I read that Sammy's idea was he wanted to win the X Division title. Okay. And then just not give it up and go back to <laughs> AEW. <laughs> Which is kind of hilarious right. if you think about it, and then just them do a tournament for the fucking belt. Like, it's I don't know. It, okay, listen, I love the man, but it screams very like Bret Hart to me. Yeah, like I ain't gonna let him pin me queen. I was vacated the next night, and I'm going to another company. <laughs> See you later. Um, but oh, Bret right. Hart could do no wrong. That's true. So, all right, let's get into some Wednesday night wrestling. Wednesday night war. Uh, we're gonna start with Dynamite. Yes. A taped dynamite, which I fucking hate taped shows. Mm-hmm. But the first match, you know, have, uh, sorry to cut you uh, off there. Fucking dare you! You know, like a few weeks ago, I you said know, that like I like the uh, the, the pacing of the tape shows because yeah. they can edit it and, and fast pace it. Uh, AEW, like they do so often, uh, made an asshole out of me <laughs> this week. <laughs> Uh, they, uh, let's, well, let's talk about let's, it. Let's, let's talk it out. Yeah. So we're kicking the, sh- the show off. With uh, Johnny Moxley uh-huh. going up against uh, Ryan Nemeth. Great. <laughs> Talk him into the stands. Yeah, great. Uh, Moxley just comes out, kills him. Do you think the premise for Ryan Nemeth is that somebody, they, they're expecting someone to flip through the channels and think they see Dolph Ziggler and just stop and stay? I wonder if it's going to be like, a, hey, guys, when Dolph's contract's up, uh-huh. he'll, he'll know that we gave his brother a shot. Right. And then we could have the fighting Nemeth brothers. The fabulous brothers. Nemeth brothers, yeah. <laughs> Moxley wins. He just comes out, and just beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, more importantly, afterwards, Moxley cuts a fucking uh, uh, that's killer be a promo. Killer promo. The the uh, more importantly, afterwards is the theme of this show. <laughs> well, he he takes a seat in the ring. He talks about like how he's just obsessed with wrestling, and this is all he knows, and this is what he loves, and yeah. You know, he's what, addicted to this. He's an addict. Yeah, like what yeah. comes to mind when you hear exploding barbed wire death matches? You look at old Japanese wrestling magazines. Um, you know, like how does it make you feel? Like, just are you are you disgusted? Do yeah. you have shaky hands? Um, just gets up and starts like screaming. Like, I put my blood into this, my sweat. Right. You know, like thank you, like for everybody like sticking around with me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, win, lose, or draw. You know. I know that I give this a hundred percent for you guys and for me. And it was honestly, dude, like fucking such a good promo. Uh, listen, uh, it, I love this guy. Yeah. You know how much I, I'm a huge Mox fan. Yes. And I uh, love this. Loved it a bunch. Uh, it was really good. Uh, Mox is the second best, uh, like shit kicking. This is still real to me. Damn it. Uh, promo guy like to make you feel to bring you in and make you feel that this is real that it's personal and that he's just there to kick ass he's the second best guy yeah uh in the company if not all of wrestling to be able to do it right now yeah man second best yeah he uh i loved it dude i was like so pumped like after watching it yeah i was like man i just want to i want this match right now give it to me fucking now uh almost and a lot of people were speculating like is this kind of like a hey? I'm gonna might go away for a little while, guys. Maybe uh, I got a baby on the way. Mm. You know, 
Is it that? Well, and he doesn't need to win the title back, and he can get out of the picture for he's, a little he's bit. He's a star no matter what. Right. There's talks of maybe does he want to go work the G1 again? Maybe. Maybe he wants to take a little time off, yeah. spend with this kid, go work a G1. Yeah. Who, who knows? I got no problem with wrestlers cycling away from TV for a little bit to come back, make their make stuff, make the return a little more special. Uh, you know, give them give them three months, come back, huge pop, do it that way. Yeah, and it's gonna be very telling because this Friday night. Uh, is him and Kenta on New Japan Strong mm. for the uh, U.S. title belt. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far down the road this agreement's going with this whole Forbidden Door shit. Who knows? Um, but I think it'd be cool have Moxley win the G1. Yeah. Have him challenge whoever has the belt at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That'd be a huge match, no matter what. You can yeah. hype it up on American TV, mm-hmm. you know, get more viewers. You think, you think he has enough in him to win the G1? Dude, do you remember his G1 run? I know. It was great. to win it. It's, it a, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, it's all... Hey, I don't know if you knew this, but it's What's all up? predetermined. Is it? Yes. Huh. So... Shit. Uh, it's all predetermined. Okay. But, yeah, his... Uh, I loved his run of the G1. Yeah. I thought no, it was great. Right. Like, him and... Dude, some of those match, him and Ishii. Like, yeah. This is one of my favorite ma- right. New Japan matches. Right. Um, I guess I guess Carl Anderson made it to the finals with G1 he, once. Yeah, he did. So, and he'll tell you about it. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage. Archer and Ray Phoenix are going to be in the main event tonight. It's a qualifying match for the Face of Revolution match mm-hmm. on March seventh. So it wasn't called that last week. Well, I don't know what it was, it was called. It was called the it was called the Face the Revolution match, and I was like, isn't that what FTR stands uh, for? Yeah. <laughs> so they changed it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Archer, I don't know. Says there's no reason for him to qualify because he's mm-hmm. totally going to beat Ray's ass. Mm-hmm. Ray says in Spanish says that Archer's the worst partner he's ever had. They have a little, yeah, little brew, ha tussle, little tussle. Yes. Uh, oh God, damn it! Uh, yep. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> so we go to a, something backstage earlier, where the young bucks, uh, they're walking in with their mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And uh, they take pictures in front of the truck mm-hmm. with their dad. Great. With their pose. Great. <laughs> it's amazing. So I'm sure I've seen uh, Papa Buck uh, s- other places in professional wrestling in Joe my travels. favorite Buck. Yes. Um, but God damn, dude, looking at that dude, it's just like, oh, yeah, of course his progeny are those two douchebags. Like, it is like one of those... Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> next match, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks going up against the Varsity Blondes. Uh-huh. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks get the win. You know what was notable about this match? Nothing. Wrong. Griff Garrison had one of the worst hot tag sequences I've ever seen. A divey hit was actually kind of okay. Everything looked so unsafe. Uh, dude, dudes definitely need uh, what's what do they call it? Some fine tuning, right? Yeah, uh, they need to go back to the power plant for a little work up. You know, go, uh, go down to OVW one yeah. hold. One yeah. hold. Uh, this match, yeah, the, okay. But more importantly, after the match, <laughs> <laughs> so we get, a, <laughs> we get a video on the screen of. Of car dragging a body bag, mm-hmm. it stops and uh, the body bag comes open, and it's one Darby Allen, yeah. and he's smiling. 
mm-hmm. and he has the half face paint on where it's kind of like the sting stinger yeah. face paint. I'm like, oh. And in the car, they show the gloves on the steering wheel with mm-hmm. like Sting's gloves. Yeah. It's like, yo, all right, mm-hmm. I'm with this. Goes dark in the uh, in the arena. Snow hits. Out comes Sting. He's dragging a body bag. Yes. And of course, oh, that's Darby in there. I knew immediately it wasn't. Au contraire. Right. It is one Mr. Hook Sinertia. Yes. He is in the body bag. Yeah. Where Taz says, what the hell is this shit? He says, says, what the hell kind of shit? Yeah. What the hell kind of shit is this? (laughs) Yeah. Hilarious. To which they, uh, they, Sting points up at the rafters. And here comes Darby. His white chaps and his white leather hat. (laughs) Pumping his one arm. The boyhood dream. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Son of a bitch. Here comes Darby on the zip line. Yes. Looks like he's having a whole ton of fun. Right. Uh, He gets in the ring. He decks Brian Cage with a skateboard. Mm -hmm. Waffles Ricky Starks with him. Sends him flying. Uh, Then Sting starts beating the shit out of Brian Cage. Yes. Uh, he's kicking him. He's stomping him. He yep. clotheslines him. Uh, he hits the fucking stinger splash. Yes. To which Shivani sounded like he was going to rip the denim on his jeans <laughs> when that happened. Yes. Uh, grabs Cage. Boom. Scorpion death yep. lock. So this week, it, the rumor went around last week about Sting taking that power bomb, And this week, I think it was a little more obvious. He's a little padded up underneath his T-shirt. Uh, to sort of, I just thought he was cold. Uh, no, I think he's, I think he's, he's wearing a little bit of extra protection to help him on these bumps. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it at all. I get he's it. Fucking I love Sting. I love Sting. I'm still excited about Sting, and I popped for the Scorpion Death Drop. What part of Sting Squadron? Right? There you go. Uh, yeah, love the post match. Right. Thought it was yes, fantastic. Great. Uh, oh man, dude, when, when Hook was in the body bag, I was like, no, my poor baby Hook. <laughs> Um, so we go backstage. Yeah. Can we, can we get hook on steroids and then just lock him and Rick Steiner's kid in a cage? What like, tells you hooks not on steroids? Well, yeah. that's true, but let's, let's get him Let's get him that, that shade of orange. Let's get them all beefed up yes. and him and Steiner's kid just in a small cage, not a wrestling cage, like a small cage. Yeah. And we're like, all right, only one of you is getting out. Fucking hook rules. Uh, we go backstage. Mm-hmm. We're with Kip Sabian, Ugh, <laughs> Penelope Ford, and Miro. They're with Tony Schiavone. Mm-hmm. Miro you is know, the worst promo in the business. <laughs> talk. Uh, have you heard that's, Dana Brooks? No, I was just going to say that's not true because Dana <laughs> Brooks a professional wrestler. <laughs> with that, with that lovely Sandusky, Ohio accent <laughs> that she has going on, um, talks about Charles and Orange Cassidy. Yeah. It uh, says that he's going to with, deal with that walking Xanax known as Orange Cassidy. Uh-huh, which is gimmick infringement on QT Marshall. So it's true. Let's get the hell kid out of here. Pissed. That's a Thorazine kid. He's going to be mad. Yeah. Uh, he said that he likes Charles. He's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wants to tell Charles, hey, you can come back and yeah. I forgive you. And I will always have you under my wing. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Right. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Now, the, the, note, the note that they get. Uh, pop yeah. me. Why? Why did you that, didn't like it? Why did that pop? I thought it was funny. Come on. They get, they get handed a note by Louis Valley. <laughs> yeah. And Shawnee's like, I have a note here, and it's from uh, Chucky T and Orange Cassidy, and it says like, Will you face us at Revolution? Yes, no, maybe. Circle one. I thought that was funny. 
That's a good response. Like, Miro was trying to be so super serious and, like, miss the mark on every single like, thing he said. I get it, but it just, like, takes the piss right out of it. Good. The piss was already taken out of it because yeah. it sucked. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, the whole program sucks. I have no yes, interest in it. But I like the note. I laughed at the note. You would laugh at the note. I would because I laugh at funny things. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Miro says that's what he's talking about. It's childish. Yeah. And, uh... Mira will teach Charles how to be a man, mm-hmm. and then he eats the note. Yeah. Things that I wanted to not see, Brandon Cutler's here. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I know. Wearing a fucking, Ooh. his bullshit-ass dragon mask. Uh-huh. Um, and you couldn't give him a worse opponent. No. Terrible. Jake Hager. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> this was one of those where I was like, yeah, what's on Twitter? Yeah. Even though it was taped, I'm like, I ain't watching this fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, Jake Hager won. Yep. I know that. Uh, so Hager, my favorite thing about this match is Cutler comes out and he's got the dragon mask on and he's doing all that shit. And they cut his music before he even gets into the ring to as play the, Hager's as, music. As and then Hager starts wrestling in this match and he is the definition of half-ass in this fucking thing. He does not want to be there. He's the definition of half-ass. Right. It's just he didn't care. He was lazy. Uh, it was terrible. And then again, he he hit the Hager bomb. And then Jared's like, remember when we used to call that the Vader bomb? Remember Vader? Remember? Jesus Christ. Don't ever compare those two ever again. Yeah. Um, More importantly, after the match. <laughs> so Santana, Ortiz, and... Uh, did anybody else run out with them? I don't think so. No. Wardlow, maybe? Maybe Wardlow. I don't know. Uh, they run out, and they start beating up Brandon Cutler. Mm-hmm. The Young Bucks run out to get their friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Jackson grabs the mic. Uh-huh. He sounds a little perturbed. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, just a little, a little upset. A little annoyed. Upset, maybe annoyed. And says, uh, Chris Jericho. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, get your asses out here now. We're going to fight at. Revolution. Yes, Chris Jericho, get both your asses out here. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Jericho and MJF's entrance music plays, and it's the old, where are they? Ooh. And then they pop up on, pop up on the, uh, the Turner Tron, mm-hmm. and uh, they say, that we're not going to waste our time. We'll beat you at Revolution. Um, but they were, saw somebody walking backstage and told uh, Matt and Nick, come get your trash. Uh-huh. To which we see Papa Buck. Yeah. Had a, he had a he had an accident with a jelly donut. A bloody mess. Was it? Was I, it? I mean, come on. Was it? Uh, a ketchup mess. Raspberry jam. With the eyes rolling back in the head. Yeah, just as good of an actor as his kids. He slam Jericho slams him off of the one buck. MJF slams him off of the other buck mm-hmm. on the truck. Yes. Um, Jericho says, "Call a doctor and come pick up your trash." And yeah. then they run off. Uh huh. To which. Uh, the Jacksons come running after them. Dad, Dad, you all right? Uh huh. And then the one runs after the car. Yeah. And uh, God, fucking Listen, damn it! Everything these guys do is so tedious. Listen, if this means though that I don't have to see Papa Buck on a show ever again. Yeah, but we didn't have to see Papa Buck on this show. I mean, of course we did. It's but, who runs the company. I know. And that, and I think that's the thing is that the young bucks are convinced that we care about their personal lives. They're convinced that we care about their families. Maybe people do. I don't. But everything they do is so tedious. Everything they do is eye rolling. The the promos they cut, the language they use, the cadence, the stupid storylines they're pushing everybody into. It's it just 
I just roll my eyes through the whole thing. It's so bad. None of this is entertaining. It was so obviously terrible fake blood. And I'm not saying gig pop a block for the cameras. (laughs) But, like, he clearly, while he's getting, like, shook around by Jericho, you could see that he's, like, palming a fistful of fake blood so he can splat it up against the truck when he gets thrown. Uh, It's just just so tedious and dumb. It's just the complete opposite of entertaining. And not that wrestling hasn't had tedious and dumb things. Wrestling is 80% tedious and dumb things. But... Man, like, I just, I don't care about Papa Buck. I don't care about their book. I don't care about anything they do. Uh, and again, I, I understand I'm probably in the, in the minority here. Lots of people like these guys, seemingly. But I, I, don't, I don't see the actual wrestling value in this. Yeah, I don't know, man. In the neighborhood last night, I heard a wail when this happened. So I must have been Joe watching yeah. this. Oh, uh, well. Either, either out of pure excitement yeah. or yeah. just pure agony. he probably when he probably when he saw papa buck he probably went like quick into his office and got his papa buck kiss card out and was wow. making sure he was holding that while he watched him on tv wow that's right oh my god listen prove me wrong that, prove, prove you don't that, have a, that's a friendship and prove right you there. don't have a papa buck kiss card joe <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna yell at you. Um, so we come back and there's a stupid recap. They load his idiot ass into the ambulance and uh, yeah. the one buckets in and so do the good brothers. Okay, which I was like, okay, why not? Sure, I guess because you guys are friends. All right, yeah. Uh, I don't know. They try hyping up this whole shack thing, yeah. which I just don't give nope. a goddamn. Not about. at all. I like how they're calling it next week. AEW Dynamite, the Crossroads. Oh God! Listen, there's only one crossroads in my life. Boom, 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 boom. I miss my uncle Charles. Uncle Charles. Y'all. I'm gonna miss everybody, and I'm gonna miss everybody. That's. I'm glad you just uncle did that Charles. because that's gonna, that's gonna get Steinerized out of my head. <laughs> because after everything we've said, I wanted to just yeah, be like, Steinerized. We pray, we pray, we pray. Every day, every day, every day. I miss my uncle day. Charles. Uncle y'all. Charles. <laughs> All right. Uh, next match, Isaiah Cassidy yes. with Matt Hardy and uh-huh. TH2 uh-huh. going up against the hangman, Adam Page. Yeah. This thing goes like 13 minutes. Uh, Adam Page gets the win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird because like, I saw a lot of people giving this match a lot of love. Yeah, no, I don't get it. I just, eh, it was there. I don't know. It, it was I, I was more so like, why is Page struggling to put this dude away? Right. You know? My biggest takeaway, this is a tag team wrestler who's holding his own in a singles match. Um, I I get, dude. Like, listen, you want to show that he can work, which is fine. But at the same time, like, yo, Paige should run through this guy. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it shouldn't even be a a fucking... He'll get one... It should have been seven minutes at the most. One sequence of offense... Page takes everything else in the match. Yeah. Um, and by the end of the match, Ca- match, Cassie was botching a bunch of stuff. They tried to do, like, the 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 arm over the rope spot, and he missed the arm completely, and, like, Hangman had to put his own arm over it, like, snap it back. Um, it was bad. It just wasn't It wasn't that good. And, yeah, I, just, I always have that problem. Don't put yeah. over, don't, don't let a, a, a traditionally tag wrestler get this much offense against a guy who's, who's establishing himself in a singles run. It just doesn't make any sense. The guy who's probably the worst used talent they have on that roster. Yes. Um, during the match, like, Matt Hardy got ejected. Then he mm-hmm. comes back out afterwards. 
Say he's going to hurt Paige and everybody in the Dark Order. Uh, and he's got uh, number five, Alan Angels. I was so worried that he was going to do the ultimate heel and like do something negative one. I, no, I, I would have I drove to Jacksonville. Right. Um, and he throws negative one off the stage through a table. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, poor Adam Page. Yep. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. I like him with the Dark Order. God, why are you stuck in this, dude? Yeah. <laughs> um, we go to Alex Marvez. He catches up with Kenny Omega and Don Callis. Terrible. Kenny Omega wearing some sort of weird garb. Uh-huh. Um, Omega's hammering something, and Don says they're creating the Moxley Extermination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, also cheesy. Sort of uh, the same thing that the Bucks do. Omega is super cheesy and super tedious with the, with these things, and I'm I'm just not into it. Like part of me is like I don't know. I I I give the dude more leeway. I think. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. No, know, I I give most of these guys no like, leeway. Like he's like, I mean he's a dork. Yeah. But I don't know, man. His wrestling backs it the fuck up. Sure. Um. Next match we have in the AEW Women's uh, Tournament. Oh boy. Nyla Rose going up against Britt Baker. Oh, boy. So this goes 12 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, boy. What in the hell are we doing having Nyla Rose win? So this match was uh, not only had the the wrong finish, but this was actively bad. Uh, uh, see, I didn't think it was terrible. Did I, not I, like I, it. I, I For, I don't know, for... Britt Baker match and a Nyla Rose match at this point. I really didn't think it was that bad. Uh, um, I thought Nyla like killing her with yeah. power bombs. Um, shock! Like what? Britt's you're the hottest woman in the division right now. Like you look at it this past year, what the fuck has Nyla Rose done? Nothing, nothing. And Britt has at least had decent segments outside of the waiting room bullshit. No, but Britt's still been entertaining. Right. right. Britt um, Brit is your most popular uh, heel woman yeah in the division she's on a good run she's you know front and center on almost every show and i get it nyla's a powerhouse and we like nyla but it's not the time no and, and she's another one that i feel like they killed her they, they've it's missed done. on right. her so right. much they they need major re- they're this they have to start their third or fourth cycle of rehab on her they've ruined her so much but i was shocked that she won because brit's hot and brit versus sheeta is the white meat baby face champion versus the dastardly heel well, and Challenger. We fig- well, we all figured the American side of the bracket right. was going to end with Thunder Rosa versus right. Brett. Yeah. And either result, you're like, okay, Thunder Rosa, like, if she won to face Sheeta, great. Mm-hmm. If Britt won to face Sheeta, great. They both have history. Like, right. it'd be cool. Uh, yeah, very, very. It eliminates the, the meaning of her and Rosa again. Like, it. Very weird. Yeah, I, I was like, ooh, this is quite the misstep. Yeah, and I've been enjoying the tournament so far, but yeah. oh god, not mm-hmm. not good, not good. Um, what's her face is cut a promo on FTR, <laughs> Jurassic Express. Yeah, them. Yeah. Um, they say FTR doesn't realize what they've unleashed. Yeah, well, Marco Stunts is like you cut the horn off a dinosaur and you unleash yeah. the monster. What? I don't... Yeah, and uh, this is strange because it's leading the next week. Tully and FTR. Tully Blanchard's wrestling. Versus uh, versus Jurassic Express. Yeah. Interesting. You're not going to not get me hyped to see Tully Blanchard wrestle. Uh, so. 
I don't know, man. Well, he's going to do three things. I, I get He'll it. He'll join like, in on some of their tag team offense. Yeah, I understand. I, I don't Listen, know. we're... We're, we're, we just experienced the week where Ric Flair did an interview and complained that Arn Anderson didn't text them enough, so they're not Dude, friends that anymore. That hurt my feelings when I so saw that. So put Tully in the ring, make me a little happy. Oh, you know what? What are you doing, man? Nah, look at that. Ric Flair's a scumbag. Get out of here. Man. Get out of here. He's Ric fucking he's, And he's a scumbag. He do I, the I fuck he love wants. him for it, but man, to expect it's everyone like, to, fawn, to fawn over you when you get ill, like you think everyone should come calling and do whatever Rick you Flair, want. man. Nah, get out of here. Arn Anderson's his old man. He also complained about Ole Anderson not texting. What, the, what world do you live in where Ole Anderson's going to check and well, make sure you're okay? That, that one I'll give Crawl you. out of your own ass, Ric Flair. I mean, he's the nature boy. He can do what he wants. Main event time. I don't disagree with you, but <laughs> main event time. Lance Archer versus Ray Phoenix. Yes. Uh, this one goes like seventeen and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Lance Archer got the win. Yes. They lost track of time in this match. Yeah. Rush, f- rush the finish. I felt like I lost track of time in this match. Okay. Uh. Again, this was another one like I was getting super hyped up online. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I thought it was all right. Well, I really like this one. Uh, I don't know. It was okay. I, it was the best match on a lackluster card. I and 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 maybe people like are seeing it with rose colored glasses because of that. Mm-hmm. I liked it though. But, uh, I thought it was a really good big man like little man dynamic. You know, Archer being a monster, Phoenix outsmarting him, being a little quicker, back and forth sort of thing. I like that dynamic. I like these guys. It wasn't either of their best yeah, matches in the company, but I thought it was I just a good thought, match. Like, Man, I'll tell you what, they're letting Ray Phoenix main event a lot. I saw today, he like, he's wrestled, I think, four matches on yeah. Dynamite, and they're all main events good. so far. I mean, he's, he's that, great in the ring. Well, I, I think he's great. I think that was another part of it, which was real weird going in, and I like this match, but also, like, it's almost like this show didn't have a main event because this is like a sub main match. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Archer's not a main event guy necessarily. In tag matches, he is when he's elevated with somebody else. Um, you know, he's upper mid card, but I don't think he's a main eventer. Like if, you know, I wouldn't list him in my top five AEW main eventers and same thing with Ray. Ray's more of a tag wrestler, but they're giving him more and more. So like, this is almost like they didn't have a solid, solid main event to put on, but I, I, I like this match. I thought it had a good dynamic back and forth. I like, yeah, like I like both these dudes. Uh, yeah, but I they think... did rush the ending cause they were out of time. Yeah, but it was taped. Oh, it was taped. Yeah. And they just fucked up on editing because that, <laughs> that, that ending was rushed. I said it was definitely taped. Yeah. Uh, after the match, Archer lifted up Ray, gave him like a little fist bump to be like, yeah. hey, we're still boys, yeah, you know? we're friends. So, uh, we're pals. Yeah, that was uh, AEW Dynamite. Now we're flipping over. Flipping over. To the United States of America Network. Wow. For WWE. I was just going to be like, is that what that stands for? <laughs> of course that's what it stands for. What the fuck else would it I have no for? idea. <laughs> Probably stands for nothing. They probably were just like, you know. Unicorn Stealing Assholes Network. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. For World Wrestling Entertainment's NXT show. Mm-hmm. So we're starting the night off with Dexter Loomis mm-hmm. going up against Jonathan Gargano. So before the match, the way is in the back. They keep getting uh, scared about shithead scumbag getting lost. Uh, match starts. 13 and a half minutes, Dexter Loomis gets the win. Yes. During the match, uh, Indy Hartwell got distracted by Dexter Loomis. And commentary missed it, and it made me mad. Yeah, it was a little weird. It was also weird that Wade Barrett wasn't there this week. Yeah. Which makes me a little... Mm. Uh-oh. 
Corona concerned, mm. I'll call it. Yes. Um, concerned Arona? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Indy Hartwell got, like, distracted. And then yeah. at the end of the match, Dickhead wouldn't hit Dexter Loomis with the chair. Right. Uh, Dexter Loomis got the win, and he, got, he choked out Gargano. I think it's a good way to get him the win. Uh, I think this match was good, uh, and uh, I like what they're doing. I think uh, Johnny is hitting a, another stride with his character and his in-ring right now. It sucks that he's still paired with the redacted piece of shit, but, um, but yeah, I thought this was a good way to put Loomis over over a champ, non-title, uh, and uh, good for him. Yeah, and fuck redacted for where my Air Max 90 volts. There you go. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have lent them to him. Asshole. Actually, I have... <laughs> <laughs> I haven't worn those shoes in a long one time because I may or may not have stepped in some dog doo-doo and they stunk real bad. <laughs> and they're currently residing not in my house. Wow. We go backstage to William Regal. Mm-hmm. He wants to be notified when Santos Escobar gets here. Mm. Uh, they run a like vignette about MSK, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. I like the vignette. Mm-hmm. Made them very likable. It made them white meat like, baby faces, Yeah, man. like pure. White meat baby just face. pure, like, why would yep. you hate these guys? Yep. I watched wrestling with my dad. He died when I was in high school. Yeah. All I wanted to be was a wrestler like, to honor him. crying while yeah. talking about his dad. Right. and like What ugh. toy did he have on his cake or whatever? I don't remember. He had, like, a bone cruncher. I know he was, like, dressed up as the ultimate warrior yeah. or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was, uh, mm-hmm. when I saw that, I was like, damn. These yeah. dudes are so likable now. Yeah. Like, I want to see them succeed. White meat. Yeah. Uh, they're getting interviewed about their title match next week mm-hmm. when the grizzled young veterans yeah, great. jump them. Wonderful. Uh, I don't care. And they kind Didn't of. we already see this? <laughs> and they kind of like, uh, I think it was Wesley was like selling like, oh, my hand, my mm-hmm. hand. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's going to play in anything. Who knows? But we'll see. Wouldn't it have made more sense for the tag champs to jump them? Yes. Just a hunch if they're having a tag title match next week. Well, like, literally, it was MSK versus Grizzly Young Vets in the finals. MSK yeah. wins. Grizzly Young Vets just has to walk the fuck away. You lost. Let's move somebody else in that position yeah. to help them get over on the way to their title match that's happening in or, a week. Or, you know, have the champs, right. the heel champs, attack right. them. Right. What the fuck? Ugh, I don't know. I... Sometimes I just get real mad at they haven't been, I get real mad at the lack of logic uh, sometimes. MSK is has to win because they don't even show Lorkin and Birch on TV anymore. Well, they were just in the main event last week. Well, I guess they were they? Yeah, they were in the mm. six man. Uh, well, Come yeah. on, keep up, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Next match we have Tyler Rust yes. going up against Leon Ruff. Kinda. Well, the show before the match, Malcolm Bivens Beat uh, Sneaky. Well, uh, he was uh, in the training room and he yes. saw Ruff was getting his neck worked on and said, hey, you know, you look like you need a match tonight. Right. How about you face Tyler Rust? Mm-hmm. So Leon Ruff comes out and he has like a super energetic entrance. I yes. was like, damn, dude, chill out. Mm-hmm. Uh, as he goes to hang on the ropes upside down, you just see a foot demolish yes. him. Yes, murdered. Uh, yes. I, I was one of those where I was watching and I went, oh, fuck. And uh, it was Swerve. Mm-hmm. And Swerve beats the dog shit out of him. Uh, he drags him over to the announce table. He says, I'm taking your opportunities that you've been handed. Yes. And then he like hits like a like an FU into the ring apron. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it killed him. Yeah. Leon Ruff's an easy guy to like beat up because he's little. Yeah, and that's perfect. Like this was like I watched it and I went, Okay. Yeah, right. This is what this is this if we're gonna go this route with yeah. Swerve, I'm in. Because he looked like he was murdering him. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, and then the best part was inside the ring, Malcolm Bivens raised Tyler Russ hands because, yes. hey, you won. Hey. It's a win for you, buddy. Win's a win. <laughs> Bivens Enterprises, we're growing by the day. Right. They show yesterday at the Performance Center, William Regal is giving Zoe Stark mm-hmm. a non-title match against Io Shirai due to her impressive debut last week. Okay. Uh, Stark gets interviewed, and uh, there was weird technical difficulties at this point. I don't know if you noticed or not. Like she's getting interviewed, and then all of a sudden it like went to like a freezing shot of Shirai. Oh yeah, and then just went back into the arena, and like the lights came back up. So who knows what happened Eh, there? Whatever. Um, Now let's get into some shit. Yeah, Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Well, we see somebody watching on an iPad. Mm -hmm. The world, the famous video of the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Dribble this basketball ten times, kid. I'll give you a hundred bucks. Yep. World famous. We know how this goes. Of course we do. The ninth dribble, you kick the ball away. Right. And it's just the greatest fucking heel thing ever. Right. Well, Cameron Grimes. Man. <laughs> it's the, dude, Listen, like, it's the best. It is. It's so, so like, fucking It good. makes me miss heels in professional wrestling. Like, it makes they're me, not heels like that anymore. It makes me miss heel characters. Yeah, right. Heel characters. Not like, just... I'm a bad guy. Like, and right. I do bad things. I'm a, I, I'm a bad guy now. I'm angry, so so that means that I'm you know I'm gonna beat you up for real, like that kind of thing. I miss just douchebag heels. Yeah. Like it, Ted, uh, one uh, I think about this a lot, but DiBiase's an underrated wrestler, and by the time he, he got WWE is. famous, he was already broken down. I agree with you, a thousand um, percent on that. Underrated shit kicker professional wrestler. Yeah. Um, and. But also one of the all-time great wrestling characters. Dude, I mean, you, you think the guy that? owned that era. He's in every yeah. video game. He got three Hasbro action figures. He gets he gets an action figure in every line they do because his look is great. He's super toyetic. His laugh is iconic. He had great program after great program. It's just he has a is a super iconic character yep. in the era where it was all characters. Right. And yep. like you you talk about that era. Obviously, you bring up. Hogan, Warrior, Macho, right. but on the heel side, Ted. Ted. Yeah. It's fucking right. Ted, dude. Right. He bought the WWF title. Like, mm-hmm. oh, right. man. I, lo- I love DBS. I still, I'm still not over. Uh, I'm still haven't forgiven Tatanka for getting well, bought out. That's true. Oh, I didn't even think about Still dude. haven't forgiven. Still, I, that, I, that I will, never, will never heal. Never. As a kid, there, were, there are two programs that have lived with me and have have space rent free in my head since I was a little kid. It is Tatanka being the one that turned heel to align himself with Ted and it is Papa Shango and Ultimate Warrior. Those are the two programs that stand out to me the most from when I was a kid. I thought the, the third was going to be uh, Janetti being a fucking coward. Janetti's a, ca- a coward, but we all know that. That's not a surprise. <laughs> Trying to run away from Shawn Michaels so fast he went through a window. What a coward. So Cameron Grimes is the one watching this and says, yes. hey, I could do this. <laughs> so he goes he goes over to a guy and offers him the $1,000 to dribble the basketball. Uh-huh. The guy just dribbles the basketball ten times because Grimes didn't finish didn't the promo. Finish the video. <laughs> He's like, "Wait a second! I can just pay people and then do stuff, and I can yeah. embarrass them. This sounds great." But he like, didn't finish the video, so he didn't see the gimmick. He didn't dude. see the turn. Like, what makes it so good? He doesn't see the heel part of it, and he's the only person in the world who doesn't know this whole promo. So he's just going out there asking people to dribble the ball ten times, like dude, it's a hard thing to do. I love the guy. I was like, "Wait, you didn't watch the end of that Ted DiBiase right. video?" 
no, I didn't watch it. <laughs> right. And uh, he storms off with screaming that he will have his vengeance on Ted DiBiase. Right. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, next <laughs> next match, we have Io Shirai going up against the aforementioned Zoe Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, this goes about 12 minutes. Yeah. Io got the win, obviously. Yeah. Uh Stark, boy, they really threw her in there pretty quick, huh? They did, and I, I think this was a good little zero-stakes kind of match. It, you know, you knew it wasn't going anywhere. You knew something was going to happen after, you know. Um, but they like they like Stark. Uh, you know, I didn't think she looked bad. There was a few moments of the match where yeah. I was just like, oh, all right, but big, big stage, biggest stage for her yeah. against the best wrestler in the world. I thought like maybe but, like hey you put her in there with like an Ember Moon yeah. or a Shotzi, but yeah. damn we're going right to EO. Well, okay. they needed to move EO on. It's a good little see if she can hang, and I you know it's yeah. Listen, if you're gonna go in the ring with anybody, EO's gonna make you look good. Well, so. and, and that is true. Yeah. Uh, after the match, EO shakes her hand. Tony Storm interrupts. Did uh, she ever? <laughs> show did. Tony interrupts, saying that EO is ducking her. Mm-hmm. EO says, I'll face you anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Tony tells her to let Regal know if she's really not that scared. Mm-hmm. We go backstage. We are with The Way. Yes. Uh, they're asking Shithead why he didn't hit Loomis with a chair. Mm-hmm. He's like, listen, man, he's just misunderstood. Right. And then Kane said, Indy, what the hell was that all about? And she just goes, he's pretty hot. Right. <laughs> and Candace goes to say, what the fuck? And Gani covers her mouth. Gargano, yeah. Gani, listen Gani. to me. Gargano covers her mouth and he just looks at her and goes, I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> dude, Gargano he was is... He killer in this, man. He was really dude, funny. His character, yeah. like, he found his so He's found, like, his second good. groove. Like, he's on a, he's, a, he's he's up to the next level on this character. And he's super entertaining. I hate that he's with Austin Theory. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, but Johnny was really funny in this promo. Dude, Johnny's character work is just... Yeah. He's knocking it out of the park. Right. I, I love it. Right. Uh, what... I was happy when they transitioned from him being like the trying to be a tough guy baby mm-hmm. face. And then like, remember the weird Gargano family fuckery yes. where it was like those, weird, like all of a sudden would go black and white. And it was right. real weird. And then he just got funny and goofy. With uh, ever him. since he established that he hates wheels, <laughs> he's been on a roll, <laughs> he's man. Been, he's been killing it. I was so happy during this. Like just when he covered her mouth and he just looks at Indy and goes, I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. Uh, but he looks at, scumbag and he goes you know what you need this is over to therapy uh, it's about we're, time we're going to therapy right <laughs> yeah my reaction was the same I was like <laughs> i fucking think so. uh-huh yeah uh tell him to bring a to bring a six-pack of mike's hard hard lemonade and just just ignore the police officer hey, in the redact- ghillie suit outside <laughs> and just have a seat hey redacted why don't you have a seat why don't you have a seat Ugh. Uh, we go back to Gamer Crimes. Yes, part two. He's trying on a bas- the basketball trick again. Yeah. he's offer- He offers it to a woman who knows about the Ted DiBiase yes. scheme. So she dribbles it. Uh-huh. And when Cameron goes to kick it away, she does like a crossover. She crosses him up. And Grimes is fucking yeah. furious. So she's WNBA player. Yeah, yeah. She's one, she was one of the recent yeah. signs. She, she was in the WNBA. Nice. Um, is she a signee to NXT? Yeah, yes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she is a signee. Nice. Um, <laughs> Cameron Grimes keeps shouting that Ted DiBiase is sabotaging yeah. his so, life and ruining his right. life. Right. And he's like, he's like, I'm smarter than Ted DiBiase. <laughs> uh, 
this 100% has to lead to Ted, right? Like, Ted has to show up. I mean, like, I tweeted this needs to lead to a, a first blood match. Right. Um, I fucking hope so, man. Like, here's the thing. Like, for me, like, because this happened, Ted needs to show up and yeah. somehow get all of Cameron Grimes' money. It's, like, that's how Grimes goes broke. I wonder, I wonder is if that Ted he just, brings Virgil with him. He just, uh, Virgil... Did you see Virgil post on his Instagram him and Grimes together in a Photoshop no, thing? No, really. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> That's Virgil loved it. Um, oh, meat sauce. But like, Jones. it has to lead, has to lead to. Uh, Ted be in there and get like that's how Cameron Grimes could go broke every week. He's just trying to do another Ted thing, and then Ted shows up. And he's like, <laughs> just and takes all his money. God damn it, dude. See it? That's amazing. Go to Virgil's, Virgil's Instagram from 14 hours ago as we record this. And he said, introducing the beefsteak billionaires. <laughs> They'll crush breadsticks and meat sauce and show the peasants that we be balling all the way to the bank. Oh, Virgil. So. Good Lord. Um, up next, we have. He also, he also put on Instagram about the time he beat the giant. So Virgil's watching current professional wrestling and loving Dude, it, apparently. That real Virgil, the right? man. Wrestling superstar Virgil. Yeah. So next match we have Casey Catanzaro. The going, super spreader. Going up against Zia Lee. Yeah. Uh, this match goes four minutes or so. Uh-huh. It's just straight up Zia Lee kind of murder, death, kill. Yeah. Uh, Casey Catanzaro, I, I I take back any praise I've ever given her in, for her in, like, uh young, inexperienced in-ring ability. Uh, she threw some of the worst corner punches I've ever seen. Uh, yeah, in my entire life, and uh, that stomp on the leg on the outside it was gross. Yeah, it was, Ew, it was disgusting. It was pretty bad. Yeah, um, yeah, they call for the they they just called for the bell. I, I don't know how they did that. I watched it a bunch of times because it got clipped off over, all over the internet. Yeah, I don't know how they did it. It's disgusting. So apparently, Casey's like legit hurt. Okay, not I don't think it's from that obviously. Right, but she's legit hurt. She's gonna be out a so while. Her out. Okay, yeah, smart, so. smart way to do it. Yeah, um, Caden Carter goes to argue with. Tian Shaw. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's Tian Shaw or Meng. What was it called? Mei uh, May, Ling. Mei Ying. What so, the fuck? Explain so this to me because okay. I was really so, confused. So here's the thing. I saw a bunch of people asking this question. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? My obligation because sup, Zia Lee. Oh, Jesus uh, And again, I thought Zia Lee looked good in this match. I like I like the heel. I like the kick while she's getting the referee care, all that kind of stuff. But I was like, I'm going to figure this out. People just aren't paying enough attention. They don't, they're don't. they not connected to Zia Lee on the level that they should be. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm going to throw up. Uh, I don't. I got no idea. Uh, the, the there's a T, the, Tian Shah has a Twitter account. Oh, that really? So. Oh, stop ruining things. God hold on. damn it. Hold on. We just, hold on. I, gotta, uh, I know this is incredibly entertaining podcasting, but I had just followed it uh, from the show account uh, when it got up because I wanted to talk about this. It's at Fear Tian Shaw, and the profile says, all messages approved by Mei Ying, written by Shi Fu. I, I don't know. I don't know. Is this like an official WWE account, or is it just like somebody being Yeah, a no, dick? no. No, it's it's real because uh, I saw it because Zia Lee retweeted it. Uh, um, and it's followed by NXT, WWE. Um, it's only It only has like two posts. At, and I was, uh, let's see. Don't stand in our way was the first tweet with a picture of Tian Sha. So I don't know who... I don't know who is what. I don't know who Mei Ying is. I don't know if Tian Sha is the 
like Mei Ying is the person who's embodying Tian Sha right now. I don't know who the the person who's writing the tweets Shi Fu is. I have no idea. I I was wondering. I, at first, I thought they were just trying to try, test out the name change to for some for some reason. I don't know. I'm sure though. I have faith. In you know Zia what I want to know, man. What is the boa constrictor going to get? Right. Some... I want boa in that ring. Like, when is he in there? Right. Come on. What do I think? The last time I saw, we saw him in the ring, he was getting beat up by Killian Dane. Right. Yeah. Give the boa constrictor get Bo in some there. love. Let's, he's dressed like he's in the Matrix. Let's get him in the ring. <laughs> uh, we get a video package for the uh, women's tag team title match next week. Uh-huh. Um, Shana says no. We should buy Dakota Kai's tough girl act. Yeah. Uh, we go outside. Mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes. Yeah, challenges one more time. Part three. Dribble for a thousand dollars. The guy agrees to it. Uh-huh. He gets one dribble in, and Cameron Grimes decks just him. fucking decks him, <laughs> and he drops him. Yeah, and he leaves the money anyway. He just throws the money around. He's screaming in celebration. Yep. And Ted DiBiase, you can kiss my grits. Kiss my grits. <laughs> yes, it has to lead to Ted. You know, Ted pops up every now and then, uh, man. What like, if, what if it leads to Ted's kid? He can still do the laugh. No, that's not. <laughs> what if it leads to no. Ted Jr.? No, please, no, dude. Ted Jr. has one of the funniest stories ever, though. Yeah. Have you ever Have you ever heard the story about where uh, the referee fast counted the match on SmackDown with with uh, like him, Cody, uh, Daniel Bryan, and like Ezekiel Jackson? No, I oh, I, I, I did hear God. I did hear the Arn story this week where Cody beat up Sin Cara. <laughs> Yeah. In yep, the ring. Yep. So, yeah. all right. So, go ahead. What's the Ted story? So, so can, there's can a story the where quick. the referee, like, fast counted, like, because mm-hmm. the referee called it a shoot, whatever. Okay. They were only, like, two minutes into the match. Okay. And uh, they said, like, right before the match, Cody, like, jokingly turned around and said to somebody, like, yeah, we're going to tear the fucking house mm-hmm. down. Like, they knew it was a nothing match. Mm-hmm. And they said it was, like, a one, two, three. It just, like, shouldn't have happened. Yeah. And I... Uh, I think Wade Barrett was on their team, and Cody like turns around to like get Barrett to try to beat up the faces, and they said Barrett's just hauling ass because he's fucking pissed. <laughs> and he goes, they get into the back, and then Vince is just standing there with like yeah. his headset off, and he, he's like, <laughs> he goes, Ted comes running through the back and just goes, "Where is that referee? He was trying to fuck on me." <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? Cody said he's like, we all just kind of stopped and stared, and we're like. I don't think that's the way that and Vince just kind of sat down. <laughs> okay, that's one of my favorite stories. Right. <laughs> uh, I hope it. I hope it doesn't. You know, Ted. Ted shows up every now and then. He can still do the laugh. He still looks like himself. So he's Ted, dude, he's show great. up and do it. Yeah, I, I'd be more than well, happy. Listen, there's been a lot of IRS on TV, right? So unless uh, unless Cameron gets the the, the new the, money the, ink, the million dollar belt, that would be nice, but. Sign me up. Right. Next match, Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Yeah. Going up against Ugh. the grizzled young vets. Yeah. Uh, they announced before the match that Wesley has a broken hand. Okay. And that they've been fined, but they did it for NXT, so we don't have to hear that mm-hmm. MSKB immature or whatever. Uh, and then they call Drake Maverick Shrek and Donkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the match goes like eight minutes. Yeah. Girls of Young Veterans win. Of course. I don't give a fuck. No. I love Killian Dane. Uh, it, it's still. so bad to the point where I just didn't care. Right. I, I watched it just for his stuff and then would fast forward like, if he wasn't in the ring. Um, I, I still I like Killian Dane a lot. I love Killian Dane. Uh, so 
I mean, he's stuck in a rut. I, I don't know what they can do with him, but I still like seeing him. Yeah. Uh, they show backstage where God of Del Fantasma arrives. Santos does not get out of the car. Right. And it's just 205 and live, those scumbags. Mm-hmm. We, are, we go backstage again, and Killian Dane's carrying Drake to the trainer's room. Yeah. And uh, Alexander Wolf yes. shows up and looks at Killian Dane and just says, like, what the hell happened to you? Yeah, like, he used, you to, be used to be a monster. monster. So, hmm, mm-hmm. intriguing. Yeah. And then I think an hour or two later, Drake Maverick tweeted, what's sanity? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Yep. Talk about forgotten, huh? Uh-huh. Um, next match. No disqualification main event. match. Yes, main event of the evening. Yes. Karrion Cross versus Santos Escobar. Yeah. So... We this picks up. It's going to be Cross's entrance. They mm-hmm. cut to the parking lot. Cross is standing there. Uh, starts fighting with two hundred five and live. Santos jumps out of the car. Mm-hmm. We just have a huge parking lot brawl yes. for a while. We get inside. Yeah. Cross, Santos Santos dressed like dude, late stage Taz. Dude, somebody uh, also said he dressed like Duke the Dumpster. It was Drozzy. a little. It was a little. Um, Taz used to wear that jumper though well, with the sleeves it, cut it, off. Towards too. the end, he yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. Um, Carrying cross, why? Hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> Carrying cross, he gets the win at fifteen and a half minutes. Yes. Um, I fucking love this. Yeah. I thought it was I, great. I got lots to talk it is about. Easily carrying crosses. Yeah. Best match. Mm-hmm. I thought. Um, I'll probably say Santos Escobar's best yeah. match. It was. It felt like a fight. Right. What it was supposed to feel like. There wasn't a ton of wrestling in right. it. Um. Props to Mendoza and Wild for bumping like mm-hmm. madmen. Yeah, uh, that Saito suplex for the table at the yep. end. Mm-hmm. Ooh, baby. <laughs> uh, that was gonna be one of the things I want to talk about. I love the Saito suplex. I love his Saito suplex. I don't like the forearm to the back of the skull thing. Sometimes he hits it better than this. wasn't a be, the best hit of it. I just think the Saito is such a better looking move to and, be his and finish. I, and I one thousand percent agree. It should just be that. And then when he walks in that like right. The, cro- the cross jacket. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing about this match is, so I was worried about this match, right? We were we were both talked about it, like why, what's it going to do to Escobar? You know, like Escobar is a guy who has a ton of talent, a ton of potential, could could easily transition to being in the main event regular NXT title picture, and I think this match might have helped, even though even with the loss, helped him sort of enter that. Because Cross treated him like a threat the entire match. He absolutely it did. It wasn't a killer versus a cruiserweight. It was a killer versus a champion. Uh, and Escobar was treated with respect as a threat, as uh, having a legitimate shot at winning this match. He got the better of Cross at points. He hurt him to to get take advantage. He hurt his shoulder. Um I I really really love the fact that from this match it looks like they realize what they have in Escobar, and where Cross is I, I don't know if Cross ever gets that main title back. I think he's back just goes to the main roster before that title happens. I I tend to agree with you on that. I don't think that they should put him in the main title and have him take a loss before going to the main right. roster. Just have right. have him go. And you know this elevates Escobar. It elevates Cross. I think Cross can show up anytime on Raw. Or SmackDown and fit in and work his way up. Um, he don't need that NXT title to do it. But this match, I really liked it. 
Uh, and man, I love Escobar, and I was worried they were going to treat him like shit because he's a smaller guy compared to Cross, and they wanted to get Cross over. I think they worked great together. I think they got them both over, uh, and I was very, very pleased with this match. And again, to reiterate that goddamn Saito suplex through the table. Fucking gross. Dude. I love that move. It was, and he throws a great one, and it he was throws gross. a great one. I loved, like you mentioned, how much he got beat up in the yep. match. Like, mm-hmm. he got his ass beat. He did. And yep. he should. Most, a lot of the match was three on one. Mm-hmm. Like, they they didn't have Wild and Mendoza stand back, except when right. Escobar was in control. Right. As soon as he was getting beat up, no, they got involved, mm-hmm. and that was perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, at the end, you know Cross is going to get the right. better of those of guys. Course. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, I uh, I love this. Very I've, well I've, put together match. Yeah. Like you said, I yeah. think it elevated both I of them. I think it really huge. did. Huge. One of those um, things we talk about all the time. The, at the end of your match, both guys should be, you know, especially in your higher profile matches, both guys need to be in a better place than they were when they walked in. And that's a win or a lose. You can be in a better place after a loss. And I think both these guys are. And that that helps make it a really good match. Yeah, I agree 100%, man. Um, we got a video from a car with LA Knight saying he'll debut on his terms. Who gives a shit? <laughs> what is going on again with this stealing the rocks cadence wannabe guy? Like, do they think he's that good? Yeah, I don't know. Man. I don't get it. Like, I, I just, I, whatever. No, um, no. Yeah, I just, no. Like, I see it and I go, oh, that's there. All mm-hmm. right. Uh, so, we're promised that Adam Cole is going to. Uh, going to speak his mind about what happened so yes he comes to the ring they watch the footage of what happened to kyle o'reilly last Mm -hmm. week you know what set the internet up in a blaze yeah um he says that he was mad about kyle getting so many chances and failing but he's ashamed of himself for how he acted Mm -hmm. uh he's pleading to kyle like saying like you know i i love the delivery because it was like that i'm a heel but i'm like i'm acting genuine but i'm still going to take digs where You know, oh, you're not here because of me, mm-hmm. and we can't talk because of what I did to you. Yeah. Um, and he says he hates himself. He made a, a bad decision, mm-hmm. and it was a bad mistake that I put you in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, he said is that he's going to try to do everything to fix it. Out comes Roddy. He's pissed off about yeah. what Adam did, and Adam not talking to him for ten days. Well, and O'Reilly's out for legit for a little while, right? They said, uh, I don't know, legit, but they said he's out for a bunch of weeks. Kizze Fizzabe. right? Uh, <laughs> Roddy shows up, talks about like what an disputed era was built on, and mm-hmm. you know, like how could you do this? Yeah. Um, Roddy kind of considers walking away. Uh, and out comes Finn. Yes. And Finn is fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. He just pie faces Roddy right out of the way. Right, Roddy tries to stop him, talk some sense into him. Yeah, like, he starts yeah. beating Adam Cole's ass. Right. Roddy kind of like tries to grab him. Finn throws him again, and he and then he starts stomping on Roddy mm-hmm. on the outside. Cole gets the best one, attacks him from behind, hits him with a super kick. Right. Lays him out. Right. So uh, Adam's in the ring. Roddy like rolls in, and Roddy just decks Cole because he's mm-hmm. fucking pissed. Right. And they're kind of looking at each other, and Cole's like, "Listen, I'm sorry. You know, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Right. I shouldn't have done this. Like, I love you. You're my brother. Right. We're brothers. Yeah. We've, we've been through worse. We'll and get Roddy through this. like kind of gets down. Like uh-huh. next to him is like, you know, I'm sorry I hit you. Yeah. All this. He's like, you know, we're brothers. I love you. Mm-hmm. And Roddy stands up, mm-hmm. and Cole fucking decks him in the dick. Yep. 
The old nut shot. What? The, like the old like China nut shot. What like, an asshole. Right. Uh, Adam Cole says, you're so stupid. Right. And you're dead to me. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he snatches Roddy's chain, uh-huh. his dog tags, and then he obliterates him right. with a super kick. So this is interesting. So I like this. I thought it was very good. Loved it. Um, it's we we talked about it. I think last week or maybe the week before about who does Roddy sign with, like or side with, if you will. You know, is it Kyle's the baby face against the uh, still united undisputed era? Does Cole go off on his own? And they teased it here. Was you know Roddy was trying to talk sense into him. I love you. I get it. You know Kyle, Kyle did what he did, but he deserved whatever nonsense they were talking about. But in reality, Undisputed Era had a really great run, but they're they're stale. They they've 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 run their course. They started to get goofy. They tried to go a little baby face with them, and it was entertaining for a time. But they they had no place. Right? They'd done everything they could do. They, they they didn't need the titles again. It it wasn't you know the tight the the titles like rebringing back the golden era or whatever they were calling it with the where they had all the belts wasn't really a thing that was needed or would make sense. What this did was reestablish Cole as the biggest heel in the in the company yeah. like in the on the program again, yep. uh, and but also a different dynamic of heel. He's not going to have guys watching his back. He's going to have to be. Uh, awful prick like he's gonna have to be a real nasty heel to get through because everybody's gonna be coming for him now because conceivably Roddy's gonna want a piece Kyle O'Reilly wants a piece Balor wants a piece like it it, he's still a heel he was when when he was on top as champion he was still the biggest heel in the company easily but this changes that dynamic freshens him up and makes him the big heel again and uh you can carry it, man. That dude can wrestle. So yeah, you know, it, uh, uh, if only he was a little bit taller, as uh, you say. You but fucking piece of shit. Um, but yeah, I really love this. Uh, it, again, thought it was really good. Didn't think it, was, it took me on a journey. Didn't think I was gonna was gonna happen. I was like, well, I, I, I didn't expect a nut shot. You can kind of guess what's gonna happen, but I Dude, wasn't so sure. This is one of those, right until the end. This is one of those things where I'm not gonna try to like. Oh, this is gonna happen. This is yeah. gonna happen. I was like, you know, what, man, fuck it. I'll I'll jump with the car. Right. Take me. Take yeah. me where you need to get. Where right. we need to go. You know. Yeah. I'll like just let's go along for a ride. And uh, I thought this was so well yeah. done. So also coincidentally, I watched this first. Uh, like with NXT, like uh, or not first, but before oh, the rest of NXT. Over the so, overrun. Right. Okay. Because I finished AEW. Sure. And when I went to switch to NXT, it said it was still on. Yeah. Yeah, they do the overrun. And with YouTube TV, I've gotten burned a few times. You have. <laughs> where they ha- where they haven't been able to, um, like, it, it hasn't completely got over, and I've missed the last minute or two. Uh, so, I, so when I flipped over, I saw that Cole had just gotten in the ring. You know, it was like 10.01, and he had just gotten in the ring and got the microphone. So I was like, oh, cool. I, yeah. You know, this is you right. Watch it it, live, I can watch yeah. it live, and then I won't have to miss it. Uh, if it, if the run if the overrun gets cut off, and it ran till like eight minutes or nine yeah. minutes after usually, the hour, usually run eight minutes. Yeah. Um. And uh, so I watched that first, and then watched it again <laughs> at the end, dude. So yeah, yeah, it's right, man. I'm I'm all in on this shit, dude. Yeah. Like, uh, it makes me very happy. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, that you know, the end of uh, Vengeance Day, like the shock ending. Mm-hmm. Then him fucking murdering O'Reilly last week. Right. And now this, like, mm-hmm. oh, boy. 
it's it's old Adam Cole being a yeah. fucking dickhead. Right. Uh, so that was NXT, my it was. man. That's it. So I'm going to ask Good night, you everybody. <laughs> the world famous questions that I ask you every goddamn week. Boxer briefs. Oh, not that uh, world famous question. I took you for more of a mankini kind of guy. Oh, <laughs> right. Or no, excuse me, bikini briefs. Yes, bikini briefs, uh, yes. Not, I, I, the I, 90s porno <laughs> scumbaggery. That's what that is. See, when, when, when I think bikini briefs, I think of uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme in any movie where he pulls up his underwear, which is every movie it's, he's yeah, in. Yeah, it's, it's always yeah. bikini in, briefs. Uh, I think in, in, like, in Bloodsport, he's wearing the, was that, man? In Bloodsport, he's How wearing the purple ones. In Lionheart, he's wearing a pair of blue ones, I think. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's just the scene where the camera cuts, and it's the girl in bed with the covers up. Yeah. And then it cuts to him, and his like his underwear is completely up except over his ass, and he just lifts it up <laughs> over his ass. That's in every Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. movie. Listen, yeah. That's that's the money yes. shot. Uh, so, okay. questions. Yes. Your favorite match from oh, each show. Oh, show. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> favorite match from each show. Favorite match overall. Mm-hmm. And show overall. All right, uh, one of those weeks where I got it all planned out. Pretty easy pickings. I'm proud of you. Uh, AEW is the main event, Archer Phoenix. Uh, I think that was the one match on that whole show that was really worth a damn. Uh, not Didn't feel like a main event. Wasn't really a main event, but it was the best they could put out, uh, which tips my hat for the rest of these. But uh, I still really – I did like it, um, but uh, I, there was nothing else on AEW uh, that uh, – really caught my eye nxt is the main event cross versus escobar uh is just great i'm glad that again everything we talked about that match i can i can just sit here and reiterate it all but sure uh escobar got treated with respect cross looked like a killer for lack of a better term my match of the night then is the main event from nxt uh and my show of the night is nxt um AEW manages to cram much more stuff into their shows See, and, dude, that was my initial complaint about the, these taped shows. Yeah. For some reason, they just they don't let it breathe. Right. Um, but let him breathe. This one, had, and it had a lot of stuff. And even when we talk about it, we, you know, when we're done recording, we talk all the time. Sure. We're like, we don't finish. And granted, there's news and all the stuff in the beginning. But, like, we seem to spend more time on AEW when we do these shows. And it's just because they, they cram more stuff. Their, like, motto is content 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 whereas nxt in shows like this weekend it's not always it's not a you know there's exceptions to the rule but like nxt the same amount of matches um but the 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 stuff in between is a little lighter a little more entertaining the grime stuff is way more entertaining than anything they're going to do with with papa buck it's amazing uh so nxt gets my show because while AEW crams more in nxt tends to be when this tends to be the better quality of wrestling most of the time, particularly this week where the first three matches on AEW were nothing. It was, you know, don't, don't put a Nemeth in the show uh, for me. Um, so, yeah, so that's it. That's it. Cross and Escobar and NXT is my pick, pal. How about you? What do you got? Uh, tell me, tell me, tell me. I'll make it easy. Okay. Uh, it's just same across the board. Okay. Not- Even the main event of, of uh, NXT? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, or of AEW, I mean? Yeah. Because you didn't like that as much as I did. I didn't, but there was nothing else. There? There, right. Yeah, there was nothing else, else on the show that really, like, right. blew me blew me away or anything. Right. Um, but, yeah, easily Cross Escobar was fucking yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, that closing segment and, yeah. like, really, you, you look at probably the last, like, half hour, 40 minutes of that NXT show was mm-hmm. fucking great. 
Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to go NXT. And, uh, yeah. All right. That's where I'm at. All right, pal. Well, that puts us, let's see, season two. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm skipping that because it doesn't make any sense anymore. Uh, overall totals. Ooh, yeah. All right. Uh, overall, the history of, of the Wednesday Night War, the head-to-head, uh, I'm at 35 for AEW and 36 for NXT. And you are at 33 for AEW and 38 for NXT. The scales are tipping in that direction. A little bit, a little bit. Fans at home, around the world, hit the ratings. AEW wins again. Uh, eight hundred. They pulled an eight hundred thirty-one thousand, which is almost up a hundred thousand from last week. Uh, and NXT also up. They gained about twenty thousand, up to a seven hundred thirty-four, which is good numbers. Uh, the best, better numbers they've, you know, best number they've pulled since December of last year. Um, and you know, this it was a good show. I, you know. Off the strength of this show, I would hope that there'd be a bump next week, but NXT seems to be more affected by what else is on TV at the time, that, you know, what else is going on in the world, the news, basketball, sort of pulls away from NXT. Um, but this was a quality show from them. So, you know, they're still, they're, they're close enough. Uh, I saw some people tweeting again, I think some AEW people tweeting about the ratings and how they won and blah, blah, blah. And I saw Ed from uh, Pod Van Dam, uh, it was like, uh, this war should be more of a war. Like people are like, don't don't make fun of each other's ratings. Like other people are like, just let it go. Why can't we just live whatever and you know let it go? And he's like, no, make this a war. Take shots at each other. And I was like, I kind of agree with that. I wish they were. I wish they they felt more like rivals because they don't feel they don't feel like rivals right now. No. Uh, but I wish I don't know, man. I, I just... wish there was a little bit more of that sense of competition because it would sort of make both of them be a little better. Yeah, but here, here's my whole thing about it. If AEW takes a shot and if somebody yeah. bitches about it, oh, well, you complaining, you like WWE, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If NXT takes a shot at them, oh, well, they got to try to punch at the little guy. That's like, you true. know, it, yeah, I, the, like, I just The don't. internet has ruined everything. I, and, and it's true. It fucking has. Like, I yeah. love the internet, but I hate it so much yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Like, like they said, could you imagine if, like, Twitter was around during the Monday Night Wars? Oh, God. It would have no. been fucking hell on right. earth. Yeah. Um, well, half that WCW roster would be canceled. Yeah, um, but like, I don't, dude, like my whole stance still it has not changed on this. If, is like, just fucking enjoy yeah. it, man. Right. I, I just I wish there was that feeling of competition, but I get it. Uh, but man, if Twitter existed in 1996, uh, oh, how how great God. would it have been to get rid of Disco Inferno then? Well, well, that is true. <laughs> Ugh. Fuck, fuck. All right, pal. Clint, go birdie, fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the the plugs here, and then we can get the hell out of here. Give everybody a break. Uh, we're on Twitter at Wednesday War Pod. Uh, that is our main social media account. We'll blow up your feed every Wednesday. Uh, and uh, I'll tweet uh, from the same account. I'll be tweeting AEW, and as long as Brett's not watching the Sixers, uh, rule ass this year. We will be. He'll be tweeting NXT. Uh, so interact with uh, with us there. Uh, tweet, retweet, ask us questions. We're more than happy to to answer and interact. We'd love to hear from all of you. Uh, we're also on Facebook. You can search us there. Uh, that just posts the show. That's about it. Uh, Instagram Wednesday Night War Podcast. Uh, you can uh, you can look at like the two pictures, the two pictures ever. I've ever posted there. 
Uh, <laughs> you can email the show at Wednesday Night Warpod at gmail.com. Uh, ask us questions. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, if you want us to add a segment or remove a segment, or uh, if you remove Do a segment, we're just not. Segments? No, we don't. But we'll, I'll gladly add a segment if somebody wants to ask us questions. Listen, I got to get the cheap one in here right now. Kevin Nash. Okay. I, I'm 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 making a concerted effort. Just okay. mention Kevin Nash every week. All right. Okay. okay. I was actually thinking about adding a little segment to the end I of the show. Talking about Kevin Nash. But no, well, it could be. But we always go. We always end up going a little long. But I've I've been in my brain toying with an idea of like us rotating a like uh, a match recommendation. Just anything doesn't have to be related to what we do. All right. Just to you know. Okay. Because well, we like a lot of other. We'll start doing it next week. We like some broader wrestling. Yeah. So we can just. We're not going to talk about it. Just go watch this match. It's a good one. Blah yeah, blah blah. Let's just do it. And it can like be from that. anywhere, okay. any That's era. Cool. That's cool. All right. So we'll do that. All right. Cool. All right. We'll you, you, can go, you can go first next week, pal. Uh, I, right, match. I, I already have a match ready. All right. Okay. Good. Uh, and we are a part of the soon-to-be-named network at STBN Network, uh, soon-to-be-named network.com, soon-to-be-named network.tumblr.com. Uh, all the new shows will be posted as they come out. Uh, and if we're on any guest spots on any other shows, they'll also show up there. Uh, we got Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, At Odds With Wrestling, Puzzle Warriors 3, Profane Argument, Final Wrestling Place, and Porch Talk, the greatest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. Check those out if you like comic books, if you like movies, if you like puzzles with warriors that happen to have three of them. Not two, not four, but three. Check all those out. Real quick as well, shout out Joe Sposto being on Five Star Match Game this yes. week. Uh, I love that show so much. Yeah. It's a wrestling trivia podcast ga- slash game show. Yes. You love game shows. I do. I like wrestling trivia. There you go. Best of both worlds. Uh, I love wrestling trivia, but I'm uh, notedly bad at it. So. You give yourself some credit. You're I, pretty good at I'm it. I'm all right at it. I would fail horribly at uh, at Five Star match game i love that show though so shout out shout out those dudes uh, but th- at least i don't have to write down anything so i would not fuck up writing down the rockers <laughs> and lose us all of our oh, trivia you son of a bitch but we're also on pw ponderings pwponderings.com at pw ponderings on i Twitter. still can't believe you did i know me either um it was an honest mistake uh we will uh w- this show will be up uh at, on our website at wednesday night war podcast.com uh tonight late Whatever, it's now in the a.m., so Friday morning. Uh, and it'll be up on PW Ponderings uh, a few days after that. So give those guys a, li- a look, a listen, visit their website. They got some bunch of cool stuff going on there. Uh, friends of the show, The A Show, at The A Show on CKCC. Uh, that's Matt and Chris doing their draft show. Give them a listen. Uh, the Pod That Dreaded Sundown at Pod Sundown is a horror movie podcast. Our friends Chuck and Bill, uh, they covered Get Out this week, which I listened to today. Love that movie. And yeah, was, they, did, was, they did a good job. It was a good episode. Good episode. Uh, they're killing it this month for Black History Month. Yes. Uh, one more left, and they're doing Tales from the Hood. So fucking Pretty good, awesome. Uh, and then Cinema Vertigo Go at Cinema Vertigo Go. Uh, Ron, Sam, and James, and uh, not our friend Robbie, uh, are uh, every time <laughs> they do two movies a week. Uh, lots of weird stuff, lots of cool stuff. Uh, they did the little things uh, in their newest episode, and they agreed with me on my opinion of that. I still didn't watch it. Show, uh, but yeah, give them a listen. They're good guys. They're good people, and uh, they give you like timestamps and stuff in their description. So if you only want to hear about one movie, good, you yo. can skip right over that good kind of for stuff. Them. Right, that's smart. Uh, but they're good people, even though Ron is a Clippers fan. Uh, and that's it, pal. What do you I, got? I, for, I love fueling your NBA hatred yes. now. That makes me real yeah. happy. Um, if, 
I don't know if you want to follow us on, us personally on Twitter. Oh, I forgot about that part. You could follow me at BreadXEdge570. I'll probably be tweeting about the Sixers because that's what I do anymore. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There was that funny picture that week of uh, Andrew Everett and Gold Dust. Okay. Did you see that picture? No. Oh, dude. Here it is. It's right here. Who is it? Remember, do you know Andrew Everett? No. He's a wrestler. He was an impact for a while. Oh, okay. Just like crossing up gold dust. Nice. All right. Somebody tweeted out saying, gold dust is in hell. Can't move his feet on the perimeter. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. You could check out that dope-ass nail shirt that I have okay. from Stash right. Pages. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Talk to me about uh, fucking White Zombie and how okay. they're sick. That's cool. Uh, where can they find you? Uh, Young sir. You can find me at the Dooge. That's T-H-E-D-O-O-G-E. Uh, I don't know what I'll be tweeting about. Lots of stuff uh, that gets him a craw. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll post a picture of that Menendez Brothers Mark Jackson basketball card. Maybe that Shaq rookie card I found in my binder. Uh, we'll see. Uh, look, there's some old cards today because cards are back. These cards have been sitting in my basement uh, for a long time and in, in my grandmother's attic for a long time before that. From there, like the like the basketball stuff from like eighty nine to ninety three represented in there, and uh, they've been untouched <laughs> since then. <laughs> and, you do uh, have a wild collection. There was some fun stuff, uh, real goofy when I was in the cards. Well, cards are back, and I'm gonna get rich, just like Kevin Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this weekend, uh, if you're laid up in the house, you don't know what to watch. Uh, I don't know if you're like me. I'm getting my second COVID vaccine on Saturday. Oh. I may be laid up depending on side effects. Mm. How about you watch some independent wrestling? How about it? On Jerry's Internet Wrestling Emporium. Do it. You could use the promo code of Mortis. Mortis. And you could watch the shit for free. A whole five ass days. Not Wrath. Mortis. No, Mortis. So on Saturday, uh, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, ICW's Pit Fighter X6. Uh, That's like the the, (laughs) the shit in an octagon, basically. Hmm. Yeah. also, Saturday night, Violence and Suffering presents Violence of the Lambs. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, the main event is, f- I feel like I'm high reading this. Um, d- did this happen already? Hold on. I th- Yeah, okay. No, it didn't happen already. What the fuck? The main event is Mance Warner versus JTG. Okay. Uh, and then Matt Cross versus Brian Cage. Weird. Two Cold Scorpios on it again. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd versus Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy Jacobs wrestling again? Yeah. Okay. What the fuck? Lucky 13's on the show. All right. I know him. That's a wild lineup. Um, also, Saturday night, ICW, I guess, is doing like a double shot because they're running on uh, at 8 o'clock at night. ICW, no holds barred volume 10. Okay. Um, I think those are like matches where they have chains as ropes. Ugh. That's all I know. Uh, and then Sunday... 8 p.m. Eastern Time, No Peace Underground presents Horrors of Survival. Horrors, not whores <laughs> of survival. Uh, how, would, how would Stu Hart uh, uh, announce that show? Look like a whore. Fuck. Uh, Tony Deppin's on it. Okay. And uh, Atticus Cougar versus G. Raver. Mm. So, Good for G. Raver to be back and doing his shit if you again. Want, if you want to watch that shit, go to IW or independentwrestling.tv, IWTV. They have a Roku app. You can watch it through your Roku if you have one of those. Okay. But use the promo code of Mortis and it'll get you five days for free. Yes. That's all I got. That's it, pal. I got nothing else. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, it's 12, 
tired. It's, uh, it's 12.30. I'm a sleepy boy. Are you really? No. All right. Pro Wrestling, thanks for listening, everybody. Let's go. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Night off, nerds!